beautiful soul unicorn. Your timing is divine. You press play on a day where I have some magic in store for you. My girls are here, my squad, my BFF, my soul mates, the family that I chose is here to kick it with you. And you know how we do here on hashtag ISM pod. We're not going to stay on the surface. We're going to dig deep. We're going to root some things and get down to the nitty gritty. What does friendship mean to you? How do you communicate in friendship? What happens when you have a friendship breakup? That and so much more. My lover, aka Nia, Darling Nikki, she's here. Mrs. O, my buttercup. Mm-hmm. Melissa, she's here. And y'all already know Hype. Hype Williams, big sis, Tanique, she is in the building. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you really ready for the latest episode of the I Said No podcast? Let's go. Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh, hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. Hashtag ISN pod. Beautiful souls. I told you my squad was here. I told you I wasn't playing. I told you we was talking sisterhood. I told you my BFFs, my soulmates, the family that I chose, they were going to be here to talk that talk with you. So I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves however they want to introduce themselves. I'm going to start off with my girl, Mrs. O. Melissa, talk to the people. Hello. Um, This is Melissa here. She's so timid. Look. <laughs> that's she all do, I got. She doing that's me a got. big favor. She's like, that's all I got, girl. That's all, all I, I got. got. That's all I got. All that's I got. enough. You are enough. <laughs> Shout out to you with Thank your you. ISM pod hoodie. Come on now. Let me move over to my lover. If you follow me on Twitter, if you follow me on Instagram, you've seen me post my lover so many times. And here she is in the, what do I always call her? Mocha magic flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. (laughs) I have so many names. Nia, Lover, Darling Nikki, that bitch. I don't know. Whatever you be calling me, I'm not sure. But I'm here. Hello. Oh, excuse me. Wait, let me let me do a little let me do a little intro like stuff. Hello, boys. Hello, boys. Like it. Yes, Lover. Read them. Hello, boys. You see why I love him so much? We only two minutes in and I'm already cracking up. Let's take it over to Hype. You already know who she is. If you've listened to an episode of I Said No, Hype, talk to the people. What up, y'all? It's Hype Williams, you know, fame adjacent as I am to the magnificent Stephanie the Life Architect. That's my sister, though. (laughs) Yes, that is big sis. And she is here in the building with my crew. And I am... So excited to talk to my girls. I mean, it's not like I didn't talk to them yesterday for two hours on this same platform, but that's (laughs) irrelevant. (laughs) That's irrelevant. They have been a blessing to me in my life. And I just know, I don't feel, I know that they will be a blessing to someone who is a friend, someone who is a sister, someone who is an ex-friend. I believe they have a word for someone today. So we're just going to get straight into it. This episode is about friendship and sisterhood and Those of you who are my Patreon subscribers, you actually see us because this is video recorded as well as audio. So I don't know about you fools, you know, who don't want to get down with the Patreon, but you're missing all this melanin magic. Look at my screen. Just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. My friends are beautiful. I say it to them often. I tell them I love them because I want them to know how I see them. And I think that that's important for us not to call, for us to call each other friends, but also verbalize what we love about our friends. So we are going to get to that. But first, 
let's get into how you define friendship. So I'm going to go right back the way we started. Lisa, I'm going to come around to you. And guys, feel free to jump into the discussion. What is friendship to you? How do you define friendship? Well, it's definitely something that with age and time has evolved. Um, It's not the same definition it used to be. We're all in different spaces. We're of a certain age, of a magical age. And to, to me, it's, it's about understanding who you are and who your friends are and then making that work. And, you know, we, we understand that we're not all in the same exact situations, but we can make it work and we can be there for each other when, you know, we need to be. And then sometimes, you know, adulthood and life takes you away from that, but then you're able to just come right back in and mesh like I saw you yesterday. Right. You don't lose the flow is what you're saying. No. Yeah. Nia, what say you? I I mean, Lisa really like she said pretty much what I would say. But for me, too, it's it's time building. It's loyalty. It's it's those things. And I don't mean loyalty to default, because just because we're tight friends doesn't mean, oh, I owe you loyalty off the strength of friendship. Because right. like Lisa said, it evolves. It changes the same loyalty I would have gave you at 14 is not the loyalty I'm going to give you at 40 because I got questions of why I'm getting in the trunk. Why? <laughs> why so, we got a body in the trunk? Like, what why? is happening? I mean, As I'm, I'm getting I'm in. Why? I'm going to still get in the trunk, but I'm going to still get in the car. Question. I'm going to still get in the car. Why though? So why this My time? leg is in. 14. My leg is in. I'll just I'm take these areas, jump in the trunk, and then be like, where <laughs> we going? <laughs> what we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Blind loyalty, you're saying blind loyalty is different. When I'm a teenager, when I really have nothing to lose, right. it's different. And when I don't know any better, it's different. But fast right. forward to your 30s, 40s, and 50s, and you're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? What are we, what are we, where are we going? Yeah. Right. What are we doing? No, I completely agree with you. And that's an amazing point because we have to really understand that our friendships shift and morph based on our lives shifting and morphing. And what I did with you at 16, if we happen to be one of those magical beings that last the test of friendship time and after 16, we're still friends at 30, 40 and 50. There are some things that I'm going to question now. You got damn right. You got damn right. Hype, what say you? What is your definition of friendship? It's different. Like, like the girls are saying it's different now in my 40s. Um, I remember when we was kids and friendship was anybody who was nice to you. Ooh. Anybody who invited you to their birthday party. Anybody who played with you on the playground. Now that we're grown, the definition should fit for me, I believe. It's individual. So how I interact with each person, my friendship is based on, like she said, loyalty and communication and stuff like that. I also do believe that now in my 40s, I don't need to talk to my friends every day. Mm-hmm. When I was a teenager or a child, it was like, you, they, you guys were all... I could think about or who I was involved with on a regular basis. Now that I'm a grown woman, it's just like, I haven't spoken to them in a week, but I can't wait to speak to them on Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Like to like unload. Friendship has changed so much because nobody really defined it for us when we were younger. Yeah. Go make friends. What do you mean? What's that? Go play with somebody. (laughs) We're grown now. We're not playing no more. Now we live in real lives. So don't tell me to go make friends because to me, I heard go play. This is different now. Now we're family. Now we're settled into each other's lives, into each, into, into each other's children's lives, if the ones who have kids. You know, it's a it's a difference. This is the family you chose. This is the family I chose. These are the people that I consider the closest to me. Piggyback Definition. off of what Hype is saying, like, for me, it's different. I don't, I didn't trust a lot. So growing up, I didn't have a lot of friends. Right. I didn't call everyone my friend. Right. If you never came to my house, 
or you didn't know who Kenny and Sandra was, you weren't my friend. You mm-hmm. was just someone I hung out with in school. Yeah. So being an adult, I've been lucky enough to keep the core friends, you guys, and then another friend that's not on this podcast. And then you have associates. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. You said way right into it. Go there. Everybody, your friend, because they're not. And I, and just watching reality shows, yes, I love them. But when I watch them, I'm go, child, these are not your friends. Girl, they're they're your friends. friends. Because my friends would never, even if my friends was to grab me and be like, what's wrong with you? That's done in private. That's not done. I'm never the butt of your joke or of course we might riff and things like that, but it's just not. I feel like when I watch reality TV, it just really confirms that I have real friendship. You segue into something you knew I was going to. There's a difference between friends, associates, and acquaintances. And I feel that a lot of people are experiencing friendship hurt because they think that they were friends with people, but they were actually just associates to that person and vice versa. So you don't really know this girl or guy or being however they want to identify themselves because you really don't know that they're not your friend. Just because you party together doesn't mean that that's your friend. That's your homegirl. That's your associate that y'all get down with. Um, If you run in numbers or you run in guys or girls or whatever, it doesn't mean that that's your friend by our definition of friend. So I think people have to really be mindful of the difference between associates, acquaintances, and friends. And of course, I have an episode about that. Go back into the archives, guys, if you ever want to hear it. I'll post a link to that in the show notes here. What is your definition of a best friend? See, there are levels to this friend thing, right? So everybody want to hashtag BFF. Everybody want to hashtag bestie. What is the difference, if there's a difference to you, between a friend and a best friend? Anyone can go. Best friend is the person you go to first. Hmm. That's for me. So I always considered you my best friend by default because we are literally, you know, ghetto twins and shit. But I do have a best friend outside of our crew. Yeah. That person is the second in command. As far as I tell them, but you are like the first person I tell things. So I consider you my best friend. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say if you're not available, I tell Jania, she's still my friend. <laughs> you understand what I'm right. saying? Like for me, it really depends on who the person is to you. For me, it's the person I go to first. That's my best friend. I have great friends. I have really, really good friends. You guys, I really consider you all my besties, but my best friend is Stephanie, you know, because she's the person that if, let's say I win the lottery. I'm telling her before I tell a nigga I'm fucking. You know what I'm saying? This you're is- damn right you are. And if you don't, we have a problem. Pack your shit, bitch. We're out. Like, that's the, <laughs> the conversation we're going to have. Like, anything bad happens in my life. The first When I got pregnant, she was the person. You know, so my best friend is the person I go to first. That's how I feel. What say you, Janine? I saw you I in mean, some kind of agreement. I, I think the same thing. And I, I think it's also sometimes the person you go to first or the person you go to that you trust the most with mm-hmm. whatever you're about to tell them. Right. So even if it's not the first, it's the first person in that situation. With that situation, yeah. because there's level to secrecy, there's levels to, you know, your hurt, your pain, whatever you feel comfortable with telling first, that to me is the best friend. But then for me, it's like, I have two best friends. Mm-hmm. You can have more than one. Stephanie, Absolutely. and I have Pleasure P. You know, and shout out to Pleasure P. Like, if y'all don't know Pleasure P, you don't know Mahogany. I have my girl. You don't know Maxine Shaw, attorney at law. So, but it, it, like, like Hype said, it still goes down to the person. It's like, I have to tell this person first. Mm-hmm. Or 
I have this secret and I'm not sure how the other girls are going to take it yet. Let me go to this person first and then see when I'm ready to just let all of that out. There yeah. are levels to this friendship. Agreed. <laughs> Lisa, what say you? I, I, I agree with the girls. I also think for me, it's the person I'm least anxious around. So when I do come to you with that news, when I do come to you with that, that level of trust that I'm looking for, who do I feel calm telling that to? Who do I feel, you know, relaxed telling that to? Because, you know, we spoke about this the other day. There's anxiety about everything. I overthink, overanalyze. I, I, I get nervous. I'm thinking about this, that, and the third. And who can I tell that to and just be like, ah, you know, like, again, the same thing that everyone said. There's different times and different people that fit that category at that moment. I used to have this theory that you had one best friend and that was it because it was best. And that word meant something. It was like, it has to be this person. And and then it was like, well, sometimes I don't want to tell that person this because they act a certain way when you tell them certain news about a certain person, about a certain topic. But then you go and tell this other person and, you know, they're mad cool. And that's at that moment, that's who was the best person for the ta- what I needed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I so, agree with you. I best agree friend with you. for the job. I think we've all established that that's where the best friend is. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it comes with components. Components. You know what I hear when you guys are explaining. Again, you said loyalty. I hear vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I hear trust. I hear mm-hmm. safety. I hear fun. I hear people that I can remove my mask with and let my hair down with, and who also can be around my family. Because you can't call someone your best friend, in my opinion, you can't call someone your best friend and they don't know parts of your life. So not saying they have to be at every Thanksgiving at your mama's house, but Mm -hmm. they have to mesh in some sort of way. And I feel like a lot of people call someone their best friend, but it'd be like, how does your best friend not even know your husband? (laughs) Right. Like how does not saying that she got to she has to be the auntie or godmother to your kids or she has to be besties with your husband. But how does she not know him? You know what I mean? Or how does he not know her? Or how does he not know your mother's name? Like if if you got in trouble and couldn't communicate, I know who to call. Right. I know who to contact, whether I see them every day or not. So I feel like there's levels to it. And I love this conversation because I feel like people need to hear it because, you know, the hashtag world is big. That's my best friend. Go best friend. And, you know, you got these swatty, sweetie girls making songs about it and everybody. That's my best friend. And my old ass is like, no, sis, let me tell you what a best friend is. Yeah, it's also the person that's not going to backstab you and and throw you under a bus to save themselves. Well, <laughs> since you want to go there, Lisa, go on there. Oh, 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 <laughs> You know that if I'm in trouble and I call any one of you, you guys will be there for me in whatever capacity you're able to be there for me. You're not going to be like, oh, sucks to be you. And then go talk about me and post it on social media. No, no, you are so right. Thank you. See, this is why. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Why I got these gals on this call. It is someone who will not villainize you. It is someone who will not villainize you and who will give you grace and mercy. And like we said, not university, not university, universally, not universally, not you can't just go rob, you know, a grandmama on the corner and then make the shade room. And I'm going to be like, well, that's my friend. That's fine. No, we're not talking about you ghetto ass people. We talk about people who have real life problems, real life situations, and they need support and they need help. Say that again, Lisa. They're not going to do what to you. 
I'm just, just, just jabbing me in the back. Just jabbing me. Just I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. stab you in the back. Stab you in the back because I know I was raised, and now this generation and Nia touched on it. The reality show generation. You see the tables flipping. You see them backstabbing. You see them smiling and laughing at the event. But as soon as the confessional come around, they dragging their friend. And I'm always like, wait, weren't you just like Kiki and eating her, eating her crudite? Weren't you just up in her house? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't you just fixing her wig for her? And now in the confessional, you say how she stank and her man is this and, you know, all this other stuff. So I think you are spot on, Melissa. It's about not villainizing your friend, someone who you can trust with your secrets that even when you're not friends anymore, they stay in the vault. They stay in the vault and they're not for the world. I feel like we've become the old school, the seasoned, because even with... (laughs) My daughter is just like, you know, she's 23 and we'll watch the reality shows together. And she says, mom, this is the reason I don't have a lot of girlfriends. Mm. They can't trust it. And it just sucks that it's like, hmm. she's like, people do things for social media. Yeah. People do things for likes. People take that stuff so personal that it's just, I don't feel comfortable opening up to you because I feel like it's going to be out there everywhere and that's so sad that is so sad to say and she's so young right to be so young and say i have trust issues because of the way the world is i'm scared to open up to another girl and find that friendship especially because she grew up watching you have these friendships Mm -hmm. mostly all of your friends have been around her entire life Mm -hmm. (laughs) her entire Entire life. life like she know everything like she can find my husband if she need to you know that's what i mean my sister, my mama, anybody, you know, she can find if she needs to. So I find it, you know, disheartening that this generation doesn't have this, this grid right here. It hurts my soul to know that, but this is the reality. Uh, let me segue and ask you guys how important, since we're talking about friendship and social media, now that's how people court each other. How important is it to court your friends? I don't think that people understand that it's not just sexual relationships that require courting. And for those of you who don't know what courting is, because we are the aunties, that means getting to know someone before getting personal with them in a serious way. So let's go into a relationship way before getting in their bed. They take you out. You don't just spread your magical thighs. You get to know them. It's called a date. I think it's important to date friends. That is not talked about often. Hype, what do you say? that's one of the things I love most about our friendship is that we can actually get together and that we can break off and have a little small date. So, you know, we can go get ice cream, just me and her, or you and her can go to the gym. We can, we don't have to be together all the time. And like the fact that we can date each other. It is important. This is a relationship. A friendship, that ship at the end (laughs) is short for relationship. So you have to put the work and you have to get to know each other. You have to spend quality time together. And it doesn't mean you have to do it as much as we did when we was kids, because that was all the time. But now that we're adults, yeah, when I get to you, especially like, okay, for example, if I see Melissa, like the first half an hour is just us unloading everything that's happened since we've seen each other laugh last, you know, and we have a great meal or whatever we're going to do. Same thing with Nia. Nia, come over here. And we just sit here and laugh all day, but we're having a date. We're having an interaction. We're building our relationship. Yes. You need that. This is a relationship. You have to put the time in. Yeah. And that wasn't taught, though. It was just like you said, go make friends. Go play. Go play. 
and you come from school and it's like, did you make any friends today? It's like, girl, I don't even know how to approach nobody. Like, what is you talking about? Did I go make friends? Uh, she, she, she was over there and I was over there. Like, what do I say? Can I get a jump in your rope? You know, cause we was jumping double Dutch back then. I don't know. What <laughs> now, you know, but can I get a jump? You know, how do you start that? And I think a lot of people have discord in their friendships. A lot of adults because they're not courting. They didn't court initially. They bonded on whatever they bonded on to become friends. Then you grow up and you stop courting each other. So if your friend only hears from you because you are going to complain, that's an issue. If your friend doesn't ever hear from you regarding, <clears throat> again, dating. Hey, girl, what you doing? You know, miss you. Want to see you a walk in the park. You want to go get a facial. You want to go get some ice cream, whatever it is. The courting is mandatory. Lisa, Neil, what do you guys think? I think the courting part is even more important as we become adults, because as adults, that's when the drowning starts because life hits when you're a child. Yeah, we can go. You can come to my house. Yeah, we can go. Girl, you got a quarter. Yeah, let's get zippos. No, that stops. Children are involved. Spouses are involved. Husbands, mamas, daddies, siblings. Mm -hmm. You feel like I'm drowning. So the courting part for me for friendship it's worth even more to me as an adult. I feel like it's 10 times more important as an adult just to talk. There's times that I just want to go and sit in Tanique's house and be like, okay, Whatever. I don't care if we even talk. We're just, I'm just here. Just with you. Yes. With you. I don't, you know, or I, and like you touched on before, I don't want to always be the one to call and bring up some, some stuff. If you, got some shit and we've already discussed it fine I'm not gonna keep pushing because obviously if you're not telling me or we're not talking about it you don't want me in it Mm -hmm. so I'm not gonna be in it and Mm -hmm. I don't want that to always feel like oh you only call me to get on me or you call me to be like well girl I heard this was wrong what you doing of course if it starts domino affecting and I your family or us, of course, I'm going to pull you to the summit. What the hell? Get your shit together. Yeah. But I don't want that to always be the reasoning Speaking. for me to pick up the phone and call. Yes. I think that's extremely important to realize your track record with your friends. The right. last time they spoke to you, what was it about? Did you dominate the conversation? Even if it's not bad. I had to check right. myself a few times with, with all of you. Like, it's not even bad, but I just talked so much that I didn't give them a chance you know, to express themselves. So you just have to really be mindful of that. Like, again, it doesn't have to be bad. The world doesn't have to end. But when did I inquire about her? When did I inquire about his life, her life? When did I ask about what's important to them instead of just making it about me? What do you say, Lise? Um, I love the courting phase. I love that it it's not just a phase. It happens throughout. And I don't think, I don't think we do it enough, even though we know that we're all busy. Because the way I get excited, like like Tanique said earlier, when we have that weekly call, I'm like, oh, I get to talk to my girls today. And I could be busy. It could be end of the month. You know, Grayson could be on break for like it, there could be so many things going on. And I'm like, nah, I'm not canceling. I'm, I'm doing that call. Like we're going to have that call. Get on that. Even and if then, I get on late, I'm going to get on that call. Yeah. And then I think I think Janae and I got like five minutes before everyone else got on. And we were just I don't even know. I don't even remember what we chatted about, but it was fun. It was just yeah. nice to have that time. And it's like. Sometimes you don't realize you need that courting until you do it. Yeah. And, you know, we we said before, our parents are like, just go out, make friends. And then if you think about you watching them growing up with their friends, there was no courting. They weren't doing that. Mm. If anything, they were ghosting. They were, you know, talking about each other behind their back. Talk about it. 
but yes. they weren't doing that. So you didn't, you don't even realize you need something like that until you do it. I completely <laughs> agree. You are so right. Sisterhood is necessary because adulting is stupid. I don't like don't. it here. It is harder <laughs> than I've ever, ever thought it was going to be. And to have allies in adulting, to have relatability and understanding in adulting, even though all of our lives are different, we all have different needs and our days are different and our nights are different. We still have that camaraderie with each other. And you mentioned the call yesterday. You guys were on five minutes early. I just came in and was like, well, what's going on? And what are you guys talking about? And fill me in. And it just, you know, it just flows. And the level of excitement that I have to piggyback off of what you said, Lisa, the level of excitement that I have when I'm just like, I'm going to see my girls or be around my girls or hear from my girls. Or if y'all post a picture, I'm just like, she is just- The so level of excitement gorgeous. I had getting ready for this. Music <laughs> I was like, oh my God, do I put on my chiffon she highlighter? Was it see it? I changed and put my nameplate on. It was just like, it was like going to the club. Yeah. It was circa 2005. And I was like, oh, we can't. Uh, uh, uh. For those of you who can't see us, we're dancing on screen. By right. the way. <laughs> and I was like, I just, but I just spoke to them yesterday. It doesn't and, matter. And like Lisa said, I don't even go in my office on Thursdays because I'm like, no, I have a call that I need to be loud and myself for. Yeah, I need to be ghetto up in here. Yeah, I won't be seeing y'all. Yeah, I'm not, no. no. <laughs> I love it. There's an excitement for your friends. There's a love and it might sound weird what I'm about to say, but there's a lust for it. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. It's a lust for it. Like I desire to be around my friends. And you're right. It, it it has increased so much since adulting came into the picture. That stupid adulting just made me realize how much more I value my friends. And I'm glad that you guys feel the same way too. Let's talk about access. We kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but do all of your friends have the same access to you, i.e. time, trust, etc.? I'm going to say no for me um, because everyone's different. Everyone reacts differently. Everyone's capacity to hold things are differently. Some people are stronger in different areas. And I like to play to people's strengths. And what I used to do in our friendships and all of my friendships uh, uh, was compare one to the other friend, which caused a fallout with an old friend before. And she had to bring that to my attention. And she said, I feel like you compare me to Jania. I feel like you compare me to Lisa. And I was just like, you're right. I do. I do. And that's not fair to you because you're not her. And I learned a lot. That was about 10 years ago. But I learned a lot from that conversation. And I didn't even realize I was doing that. I was putting everybody on the same playing field. And that's not fair because Tanik is not Nia and so forth and so on. So my answer is no. What say you? I'll start with hype. No, I don't. I don't. And my loyalty to my friends, I think, is really extreme in the fact that if I'm in other friend groups, or I try to be around other people who want mm -hmm. to be my friend, I will literally look at them like, y'all not my girls. <laughs> there are certain things that you guys will not do when we're out or around me or say, I mean, we pretty much do pretty much everything, but there's just certain behaviors that other people have that you guys don't. So yeah, I am definitely holding you guys up as the prototype when I'm dealing with other people because our friendship is so long. We've been through so much. We respect each other. I want that if I'm going to have other friends. Yeah. I would like that. I'm not, I know I'm not going to get what we have here. This is sacred. Yeah. 
But this is the prototype. This is the foundation of what I want my friendships to look like. So I have definitely been in situations, you guys know, and I'll text y'all, be like, come get me. I'll question it sometimes. <laughs> you know, and then yeah, be like, why is she there? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the question that y'all go, what the hell y'all go over there for? Like, <laughs> no one told you to hang out with her. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault. This, you brought this upon yourself. Okay. We've tried this. We've tried this before. We've <laughs> learned the hard way. The hard way. I am well looked after with my friend group. I really honestly feel that way. Yeah. That I come to you guys and say anything. Yeah, y'all, I'll probably shock the shit out of y'all. Y'all be mad at me, but I know that I'll be well looked after. Yes, absolutely. That, that, that I know I'm not going to get this no place else. So this for me is sacred ground. Mm-hmm. And I, I I will look at other people, but like, but if you can't do this, then we can't be friends. Yeah, because we set the bar with a crescendo. Exactly. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. When someone sets a standard on how you should be treated in your friend, in your friendship categories, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying I won't so- tolerate anything less. Right. But to compare you guys together, no. Individuals. Yeah. Your own, like you said, individual strengths and things that we have friends that are not on the call. Like we have one, like you want a party? She the party girl. You know, you people have their strengths. Yeah. With said, I will look after. Yeah. I'm not going to accept anything less. You already know. Not me. I'm not. So (laughs) (laughs) you already know. Looking for friends. Like a lot of people our age, a lot of Mm. women age are looking for what we have. I've had it since high school. I've had it since junior high. I've had it since birth. There's a lot of things I don't need. So I'm approaching friendship differently than most people who come with me. A lot of what hype said. And as far as, yeah, no, everybody doesn't have the same access, access at not at all. However, with me, it's a little different because, again, I don't trust most. So if I do trust you, you do have access to me mm-hmm. because then there's some, you've done something enough for me to put that trust in you for you to get that time from me. Yeah. So and I'm pretty sure I got about five friends. Right. <laughs> On a hand. One, On a like hand. It. One, two, three, four, five. I got, a, I got a bunch of associates. I got a bunch of people that I'll chit chat with. But as far as the people that can get me and call me at two in the morning and be like, I need you, that everybody does not get that. I agree. And even in does not deserve that. Yes. Even in our crew, there's like I was saying, there's different levels of access. So depending on where we are in our lives, there's different levels of access. So I know Lisa has a toddler. I know her life is different as far as her time and her requirements of her time. So I know for a fact that yes, she will be there if I need her, but based on her capacity only. So I might not give her or take some of the time that I might take from you, Nia, that I'm like, okay, your daughter's older. You have more time to sit on the phone with me for three hours and have no interruption because that's what I need right now. You know what I mean? Just honoring the capacity of your friends. And I think a lot of people mess up because they keep treating everybody the same. So they're arguing. She wasn't there for me. She didn't do this for me. Oh, I heard she spoke to her, but she didn't tell me. There might be a reason why. And it's okay in friendship to like, you know, kind of pivot and understand that that might not have been information for you at the time. What do you say, Lisa? Um, I definitely agree. I feel like we always say that. We definitely agree because we agree with everything, which is why we're, you know, the circle that we are. Mm-hmm. Um. There are definitely different levels. And even if I'm that friend, you can call me at 2 a.m. You need me to come get you and do something. Yeah, I have a five-year-old, but I'll still do it. But I appreciate you knowing it's probably better if you call that other person. (laughs) 
that has a has a little bit more sleep than I do to do it. So, <laughs> you know, we know that there's different levels and then, you know, I know what I am capable of. And even though it's that list is probably longer than what you have listed, you know, like, but we know it's there and it's, you, you just act accordingly, like, you know, based on that level of access, like I'm going to tell her this, I know she can handle it right now. She doesn't have a lot going on. Oh, she can't handle it. Her workload is is crazy. She's really stressed out. She's been up till whatever time. There's definitely different levels. And then sometimes that level might, if, if your list is at zero of your level, like you're just, you're not even an associate. You're just, you may have fallen off the list for the time being or forever. Well, that happens. I mean, rankings yeah. change. That happens. Yeah, it has a lot to do with the friendship. Are we really friends? Yeah. Because it, 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 y'all, listen, no matter what I'm going through or may not be going through, if you're calling me at two in the morning, if one of y'all call me at two in the morning, this is real. Yes. Yeah. Because this doesn't happen. Yeah, so I don't care if I'm just fell asleep or didn't or I'm tired. I'm like, oh, no. I, I do it now. Like, if I'll get a text from one of you and it's like, hey, what you doing? I'm like, wait, what you, give me five minutes. You need me to call you? <laughs> she did that for me the other day. I was just like, hey, you at work? She's like, why? I was just like, nothing <laughs> urgent. She's like, I said, I'm like, nothing urgent. She's like, I'll call you in five minutes. I'm walking out the building. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we, I feel like we communicate enough for no. each other to know what's going on. So if you text me or call me and like, hey, I'm like, oh no, what is happening? Like, You know the tone, you know the inflection yes. of your friend's voice. You yes. feel the disturbance in the force. You feel yes. the energy. You be like, girl, I felt something last night in my chakra yes. and here we are. I think it all depends on how, how do you, again, it goes back to the definition of friendship. Yeah. How is this your friend? Yes. Because if, if you call me at two in the morning, unless that's something you always did and you're drunk and you go out all the time and call me, that's like, girl, ah. right. But, but, you know, I know y'all and it's like, she's calling me at two in the morning. Oh, something's up. Let me get dressed and get my taser. Something's happening. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Cause I know she got hers and most likely she called me cause she used hers and she's in jail. Mm-hmm. That's why she's calling me. Handcuffed to a police chair. <laughs> yes. Handcuffed. Cause I know my friends. No, I completely agree. And I also think it's about respect. So I respect the fact that our lives are different and I know that they respect me. So when I talk about respect, I say that because I stopped telling the stories for you guys. So say, for instance, I used to be like, I'm not going to call Lisa because Lisa's busy with a baby. But that doesn't mean that Lisa wouldn't be able to do what I need her to do. And I stopped doing that because I felt like I was excluding people based on an anxiety narrative that I was making up in my head. Yes, I know your life, right? I know what you're doing. I know who's in your household, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to be there for me in the moment. And if I was right and you weren't able to be there for me in the moment, the respect and love that I have for you and the growth that I've done doesn't make me feel that you rejected me. Right. Does it make me feel like you abandoned me? It makes me feel like, all right, great. I'm going to go to the next person because I have more than one of you. And I no longer look at it as me being dumped by my friend because I have a respect for her and her life. So that's how I see access. Let's segue to communication. How honest are you with your friends? Nia, 
How honest. I've gotten better. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> I've gotten better. Yes. Oh God, no, I will say I've gotten better. And it's not I so agree. much honesty as far as, oh, she did something to hurt my feelings. I'm not talking about that kind of honesty. I'm talking about honesty with what's going on with me or why yeah. I might not be present or why, no, I don't want to talk today or yeah, I'm missing for a week because shit is real. Yeah. I've gotten I feel more honest with that about myself. And I had to learn that, okay, this is a friendship and this is a sisterhood. And yes, it's used for fun, but how are we calling each other sisters or how am I calling these women, my sisters? And when I'm in my most pain, I can't talk to them. I have to open up and tell them this is what's happening. I'm depressed or I feel like I'm drowning so I feel like as far, because if something is bothering me with you guys, I'll tell you that that's not the problem. The problem with me, with honesty and the friendship is me being more open to letting you guys in mm. to things that are going on with me personally. Such so a great point. That for me is the thing that I have worked on for the past three years. I say I'm more open. You're not, you're not going to text me anymore and say, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be like, no, I'm falling apart. Come get me. Help me yes. send help. I'm dying. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, please. No, you are so right. And I have to acknowledge that. And I hope you feel that I have acknowledged it because it's something that I see you working on. Right. Like I've known you forever. I think we've been friends 28 years. Yeah. 28 years okay 28 years and we still fine as fuck can i just <laughs> auntie i'm your auntie's yeah. auntie yeah we the we the aunties your son and his friend want to sleep with um <laughs> me and my daddy <laughs> and your girlfriend right and, and the f- girlfriend right uh we've been friends for 28 years so i completely agree with you seeing your growth and how much you've been like no i can trust them And it's not even about us. It wasn't about us. It was just like, I remember having a conversation with you and you was just like, I think I posted something about being a burden and you, oh my God, this hit me. Like, this is what I always felt. I never want to be a burden, but it went back to, I think my response to you was just like I said, stop making up stories for me. Stop telling me that I'm not going to be able to handle what you have. And if I can't at the moment, you have others on this grid and outside of this grid that may be able to handle the pieces I can't or all of it. And it doesn't make you, you know, look bad to be someone in need or that needs someone to help hold the heavy weight of adulting. So kudos to you. I definitely agree. You have grown leaps and bounds in that area. Lisa, what about you? How honest are you with us about us and yourself? If it comes out of my mouth and I say it out loud, it's a hundred percent (laughs) true. Does everything come out all the time? Maybe not. Oh, okay. But when it does, there's no like a little bit of like just a little bit of it. It's not like, you know, oh, well, let me change this, you know, aspect of it or a little piece of information about it. It's going to be 100% what it is. Probably like Janae, sometimes I'm like, eh, I don't know if they feel like hearing that right now. But it's it's never anything big. I feel like big things. I'm like, I don't feel like this today. And I I just want to like, you know, just rip someone's head off or whatever the case is. I can definitely, when it's like a big emotion, yeah, I can tell you that. I feel like sometimes we, we skimp on the little things and not that it's like anything that has to be said, but sometimes we don't say those little things, which are important because then someone else can relate to you. Mm-hmm. So it could just be like, you know, I just 
for some reason I woke up and I wanted to, you know, just, just cry or something like what, whatever it is. And you don't tell someone that, and then you don't realize that that's common. Yes. Sometimes you just wake up in a funk and, you know, maybe you needed to go back to sleep and reset your body or something. I don't know, but, <laughs> <laughs> reset your you know, body. so I, I definitely am honest with everything when I do share it and I could work on sharing it more, like Heard more you. things, little things, big things, whatever. In general. Got you. Hi, mm-hmm. what do you say? Well, I'm as comfortable. I'm as honest as my comfortability allows me to be. Well, that don't work all the time. <laughs> it doesn't. And I know it's not the greatest thing in the world. It really isn't. I'm pretty much like that across the board in my life. When I want, when I need to tell something, I got to be comfortable telling it. I don't particularly think about the other person's comfort in that moment. It's really about how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. If I'm not comfortable enough into telling a big secret, you, as you know, Stephanie, I will hold it until I'm ready, until I'm comfortable enough. Because yeah. either way, to, however the person accepts this information is out of my hands. Yeah. So when I'm, when I'm trying, I have to be honest with you guys. I'm not really thinking about your reaction. I'm really thinking about how I feel. Yes, I so I, I, I agree with this. My honesty is is based on how comfortable I am telling the story. Hmm. For, that's just I, like I said. I'm like that straight across friendships, romantic relationships, my mama, my kids. That's just who I am. There's something yeah. I have to work on. But I acknowledge the fact that when I'm telling a, when I'm dropping a bomb, I'm not really caring about the trash. <laughs> about if I can carry this bomb if I can release it yeah 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 and how's that working for you not 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 great <laughs> it's not the best. Said, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest because you talk about honesty not great <laughs> listen but you know I like to always say if there are certain things I don't want nobody to know y'all are never ever in the history of life no and there's things that we'll hear about other people and I'll be like why you know that you would never right. that for years. You've been <laughs> saying that since you came out the womb. There's certain things that I'm just I just be like, and it's not even because I'm not afraid of how y'all gonna take it. It's just a pure embarrassment on me. Going to the grave. <laughs> and that's and that's why I'll be like, I'm renting the house, I'm getting them all liquored up, and I wanna know everything. Because everything spills with the liquor. Everything, everything spills in the Airbnb. <laughs> And I will say, like, my last birthday when we did that, I loved it because I felt like I got to know more of Melissa at that time as far as, you know, maybe things that she didn't feel comfortable years ago talking about, family things or whatever. I touched, We touched on that more. We heard about that. We heard how hard it is to be a parent, no matter how old they are, 5, 23, 11, whatever. We just... We just talked about everything. We were sitting there, pimples on our face, and it, it was just like it was good. It was good. It was it was raw. It was it was forty. <laughs> it was yes. It's it forty. Fuck, I'm tired. Forty, and it was like I'm tired, and this is what we're doing. Yes, and that's it. And it, you're it. right. It was great. It was open. It was raw. It was honest. It was like, take these bras off, put this pimple cream on, put these do-rags on, come get your glass of wine and sit on this couch that ain't ours that we ain't got the clean. Like, come on yeah, down. Right. <laughs> right. And have a good time. And I think girls trips are so important because we <sighs> need to re- we need to reconnect outside of our daily lives and not just at a quick dinner. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for overnight trips, if not long extended ones. I love those too. But I think a weekend getaway every now and then annually with your girls is important and sanity approved. Sanity. Some of the, 
biggest thing that's happened to me as an adult, we've actually, us, have hashed out at, you know, girls trips. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the only one divorced. So me going through dating, you guys have literally been like, nope, you can't date him no more. On a- sure can't. Pass Don't your phone. Call that shit. nigga right now. Yeah, we, call we, that nigga right now. Call like, that nigga. Need me crying and stuff, but you know what it is? My friends was just like, that's not good for you. And all of us are in one place and we are all going to tell you whether you fucking like it or not. And guess what? You still got to be here tomorrow, bitch. So you go <laughs> do it. And that's what you guys have done for me. Like y'all take my poor life choice and be like, hey, hey, stop. If your friends are not your mirrors, what are they there for? And sometimes it's hard because when you're the focus, that's hard. And I get why I get why you're like, I'll tell you when I'm comfortable, because once you tell. Yeah. Then it comes at you. It yeah, because you can't you. do nothing about the reaction. You, you can't, can't do, do nothing, nothing about, about it. And, and you know that the people that you have chosen are your are no men. You know mm-hmm. for a fact that they're not going to yes you to death and they're going to keep it real. So, you know what's coming at you and you I understand your need to want to be comfortable all the time in that. As you said, it's not always working for you because your comfort can't be paramount in every situation. But I completely understand why. You can't. I be <laughs> trying. She be trying. No. What, bitch? What is that? <laughs> but it's, I, ter- it's terrible. It I, I, I understand the sentiment behind it. I understand the need to want to try to control the, the release of it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that's that also speaks into the need to control things because you can't. And sometimes when we hold things like that, I know that there have been times where I tried to control what I shared and it was killing me. Like my hair was falling out. You know what I mean? And I, and it also affected my relationships, my mom, my husband. And I'm just like, was it worth it when I, when, when it finished, was it worth it for me to hold that? But I completely agree with everything you guys said, depending on the situation, if it's for you, it's for you. Do you feel that you create a healthy space for your friends to keep it real with you? No. Not always. <laughs> you know. Because no. sometimes when your friends are doing that, sometimes you don't have the energy to you just, don't. You just be like, she's on a thousand today. And I just, she's not going to hear me if I try to tell her that she's being a little bit too much. No, the question is about you. Do you That's feel oh. uh-huh. Do you feel like you create a healthy space for your friends to keep it real with you? Are you approachable? Can they confront you? Oh, well, in that case, most of the time... <laughs> Let me switch it up on you. Yeah. I think so. I might be delusional at times, but I think that I'm very approachable. I think you're approachable. Oh, like I said, you're my venom. I wish people sometimes. It's it's so good. It is good. Like when you get mad, me and Janine will be so excited. (laughs) No, I do think you're approachable. I haven't really had to approach you about anything. I mean, maybe once or twice at the beginning of our friendship. And I remember it like it was yesterday. Ooh, like, me too. I, I was like, oh, who is that? Why is she here? That's my favorite Fredo. I, I can't believe one time I left the club and I didn't tell y'all. And Stephanie told me the next time she saw me, and I I felt shame. I was like, I can't believe I but I would I will say that is when I didn't know how to be a good friend. Ooh, and I yes, didn't, yes. and I didn't realize, and I, I still do this to this day. I don't realize all the time, like the level of my friendships with other people, like how they value me. I might value them, but I kind of lowball myself sometimes. So I'm like, ah, they they won't care. 
Hmm. And you came at me and you said you left. You left us with a person. And that was that was wrong. And she was like, let me let me give some context. You can, give some, you can tell the story. You can tell the story. When she finished her, I'll tell my story. Go. Yes, yeah, so you, you can, can tell, tell your story, story and drag me after I finish dragging Lisa. <laughs> so we're in the club and me and Eugene's. we were in Club Eugene's, and if you know about Eugene's from New York City in the 2000s, we was there. Ah, hey, 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 every hey. Friday, <laughs> every Friday night, high and drunk. So Lisa <laughs> brought her friends. Now, mind you, me and Lisa are new friends, right? We're developing a friendship, so courting. We're courting. She brings her friends to our church, which is Eugene's, and of course, Nia and Hype were there. I think Edie was there too. A couple of our other friends were there. And Lisa had her boo meet her there, which we all cool with. Go ahead, Lisa. This is pre pre Mrs. O. Is, okay, yeah, this is before. This is this is before. So we put that on record. She was starting and bopping with white pants on with that big old booty. And her booty. belly out. Yes. <laughs> yes. So her boo came and they Jones and doing what you do when your boo comes and they left. Now you grown, you could leave as long as I know you safe. Of course, I knew she was going to leave with him. I just didn't know when. And she left her friends that we just met in the club, and they came to me. I'm bottle popping and twerking and dropping and twerking and dropping. And they're like, "Excuse me, how do you get home from here?" Staten Island. Um, we're lost. Can you take us to the castle, bitch? Who the fuck are you? Like, what? <laughs> and I was so upset that Melissa left her friends with me well it was one girl and she wasn't really my friend but again that was messed up of me because <laughs> she, she to was say that was not my friend no because she was What's still that? there with me in a friend capacity i was still yes. wrong for doing it i yes. still you know yeah no it was wrong lisa ain't, and mind you <laughs> M- lisa and i met at work so she i waited this was a friday night i waited saturday and sunday and i stewed i was pissed mm-hmm. I, the minute she got off the elevator i was like you here now let's go i felt like my mama was like i got in trouble and you know you came home from school <laughs> and your mother's waiting there for you with the letter from the school like <laughs> we need to talk yeah it was a we need to talk but you know what you received it so well. There was not like, don't talk to me like that or whatever. You're exaggerating. You were just like, okay. You was you did say take a little bass out your voice. She was like, okay, calm down a little bit. We are in a professional setting. Um, I had to assert myself. I was new at the job. You know, I couldn't let people see me getting run over like that. Although I deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> you asserted yourself. You did tell me to pipe it down a little bit, but you were receptive. So that's why I say, for me, you are a person who creates a healthy space to be confrontational. Because if you were that aware, that young, this was decades. 2003. Yeah, 2003, and we're in 2020. You, If you've grown so much, how are you not approachable now? Okay. Okay, Jania, go ahead, drag me. It's your turn. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not a drag. <laughs> you know, she, we were like in eighth grade, and a girl we knew got beat up. And me and Pleasure P watched. She wasn't really our friend. Was Why were we supposed to jump in? Stephanie over here, big, big breasted Beulah over here. Portia <laughs> <laughs> walking down and she like, y'all two, y'all ain't real friends. You left her. She got beat up. I was like, excuse you. Yep. She's not my friend. So you don't know what you're talking about and walked away. Yep. <laughs> and then we became friends. Because we were both was like real recognize real okay okay bet yes Yes, i did approach nia and pleasure p because the girl in question 
was like, Janine is one of my best friends. And I'm just like, your best friend yeah. let you. Yeah, that's why I came to you. 20 something years later. 20 years later, the tea comes out. Details that's emerge. I, you. I wasn't coming to you based on what she was just like. They left me. She ain't say P. She was like you. She's like, you know, that's one of my best friends. And she left me. I was like, she whack. And I'm going to tell her she fucking whack too. <laughs> <laughs> and what's she gonna do about it? She was like, Fuck your you word. that's what I'm gonna do about it and walked away. <laughs> so we do have instances where we, whether we created or forced the damn safe space, <laughs> we, we put the safe space on each other. What do you say, hype? <laughs> Lisa done told me I was loud a lot in the calm down. Janine snatched a drink out of my hand before and told me I was too drunk. You told me not to <laughs> eat something one time. Then Melissa has said, so what I'm saying is <laughs> what you said. <laughs> If I'm approachable or not, you bitches don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> what y'all got to say? You had that wig on that I hate. And I told you, and I said, <laughs> you look 40 years old, you were 22. I hated it. He said, take that shit off. Long hair is not for you. Take that you shit did. off. You was like, I that. with the wigs already. <laughs> I remember the half wigs and shit, and it was like, I can't take this anymore. She was like, you look old. You look old. I hate it. Yes. Half wig. I was doing the half wigs then. I remember that. And Janine was just very honest with me. She's like, girl, can we stop that now? I've had enough. Yes. Regardless of how I felt about it, she was just like, I just, I can't, I can't do this Because again, you don't have no men in your tribe. We can't just sit back and watch you look crazy. However, I like how you avoided the question. The question was, do you create a safe space? Not whether do we- No, I'm not approachable. I'm I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of those approachable people. I already know my my limits. Yeah. We just don't care. Yeah. But I- Y'all don't give me I'm not approachable. Right. But I think that's also because we love you. Right. And Mm -hmm. I think you have to know, like we keep saying, know your audience, know who your friends are. If you become friends with hype, you have to know what she's approachable about or what she's not. And you have to decide to be her friend, her real friend, if you're going to care that she's not approachable. And that goes for all of us, because though we're approachable at certain instances, depending on the topic, we're not. Right. Right. And depending on the time. I agree. Right. Depending on the time. So I don't know anyone on the planet who's approachable universally right. overall. I think, yes, there are some people more than others, but depending on what it is, because if it's a sensitive topic for me, I ain't going to want to hear it. No. And especially if it's a sensitive topic that has a sensitive time attached to it. So y'all know how I used to get around Father's Day. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to talk about nothing. I'm going to snap your fucking neck if you even bring up like, well, maybe you should. We're going to have a problem. So you know for a fact that that's an eggshell, big pink elephant in the room situation. And if it's something you really feel has to be addressed, you know that the timing of that is everything because it's such a sore spot. Would you agree? Yeah. Okay. So now we know some of us do, some of us don't, or most of us don't. It's just the situation. Let's talk about support in friendship. What does support in friendship look like? Your needs. And I remember when my ex-husband left me the first time and y'all held me up. I was a mess. And y'all held me up. That's support for me. You know, if I needed like my budget done, Melissa could put a budget together for me. That's support for me. You know, when it's time for birthdays, I don't have to lift a fucking finger. That's support for me. You know, things like that. Like, I don't, and I'm pretty self-sufficient. You guys would would agree with that. Like, I don't really need a lot. But if I do need something, my friends are like, bet, we here, we here, we we got you. You know, and and, and what really means support is when I don't think I need y'all. 
Mm-hmm. Say that. Mm. That's what I'm looking for. That's what makes a bestie situation. That's what makes the four of you my, 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 my foundation. I don't have to tell you I need you. You can look at me and be like, yo, you sleeping? You mm-hmm. eat? What you stressed about? What happened? The way my voice inflection happens over the phone. It's just like something's going on. That's the support that I treasure most. With me without saying I need you. Mm-hmm. You need them. That's what friendship means to me. Like at the core of it, I don't want to have to, oh, I'm, I'm clearly going to have to speak my needs, right? And say certain things, but there are going to be times when I can't speak. Like my, 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 my being has to tell my story and my friends who support me will look at my being and be like, something ain't right here. She needs me or yeah. she us. Should we do an intervention? These are the things that we've had conversations about each other about on, on regular, that's support for me. Yeah. Yeah. And like we said, to segue back to the last question, even if we know you're not going to want to receive it, not just you, any of us want to receive it. Anyone wants to receive it. It's like, we don't care. We, we love, it is not about being nosy. Like you said, we see it, we hear it. Something we don't, something ain't sitting right in my spirit. Yeah. And you're going to say, I'm fine. I'm fine. But I'm going to keep asking you until I break that wall. Cause I know you're not fine. Cause I know you're not fine. I agree. What do you say, Nia? What's support and friendship look like to you? I, 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 it's the same. Um, and I have to stop again, going back to me, just working on things that I have to vocalize. I like Tanique said, there's sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't need support with that. I can handle it. I'm fine. Yeah. Not realizing, no, you need to reach out to somebody. You, you're crying yourself to sleep. Like, and right. you don't know why <laughs> Right. Like, that, but again, y'all know if I'm quiet or if y'all haven't heard from me or I'm not on social media and it's like, where you been at? What's happening? Where you at? What's going mm-hmm. on? Now it's work. But before it was just like, like, I'm in a place that I don't know how to get out of. And like Hype said, it's just a point of your friends or your knowing, just knowing, know just me. knowing, like the, you just know. You know, and like I said, I think segueing back to what we was talking about before, as far as, you know, do we create a safe space for honesty? I think we do, because even if we don't want to hear it, we know it's not coming from a malicious place. Yeah. It's coming right. from a place of she knows how much I love her. But right now, I don't like that wig or right now. I don't like that guy for her. Like, that, wig. that fucking wig is never gonna. No, I have pictures. Wait, and I wait. Just... Can you? Can we pull up? Like, can I put up a picture on this video so that the people watching it on Patreon can see the wig? I have it. Yeah, Send it to me. It's all about the glow up. It's wait, all about the glow up. Because look at you now. No, look at she's all the shame. <laughs> it's just. I think it's just like again. I felt at times there was times I had issues in my relationship where I was just saying the same thing over and over and over again. Where I got tired of hearing myself say every time I talk about this, I'm saying the same thing. I mm-hmm. had to check myself and go, "Girl, if you're not gonna do nothing about it, stop shut up. Sure. <laughs> just yeah. shut up, please. Just stop. <laughs> you know, like, but I, I, I don't. I feel like y'all just. We just know each other's needs. I think we just know. Yeah. And when one of us is just a little too quiet or not responding, we're like, what? what's going on with you? What's happening? Yeah. What's yeah. happening? You know, do you need me to come over? Like, I'm always open to come. Who needs me to come over? I'm yeah, you over. sure do. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You're, I think support also is knowing the boundaries of your friend. So... Though you're the friend who was like, I'll come over, you know that I don't like having people in my space. 
So you be like, you come over here. Do you get what I'm saying? Though, of course, you're always welcome here. You've come here. You've spent time one-on-one group or whatever. You know I'm more of a person like I, for whatever reason, especially my space is small. I'm just like, I don't feel like it. You're a little different here because you're a cat person. You're yeah. a little different because you understand the rhythm of being a cat mother. Right. You mm-hmm. understand. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to put my cat up for you. I understand not everybody likes the situation. So I'm most of the, most of the time, I'm like, I'll come out. Right. And mm-hmm. we can hang out there. I think it's also about understanding the person's boundary because it doesn't mean they don't want you in their house. It doesn't mean they don't want, they don't, they, their house is dirty or unkept. It could be Melissa. Like, I just don't want to have to deal with trying to put Grayson over here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like keeping my kid off you. It could just mean like, you know, the super painted this week. or I don't want you in my building, whatever it is. Or I, my husband's going to be there and I want to have like ratchet girl talk that I just don't Free, want him to right. be involved right. in so most of the time I'm like I'll come out so I agree with you it's it's definitely layered for me I feel like I've really only really been a good friend to all of you guys in the last five years because I really understand friendship as an adult mm-hmm. um and support was different for me I started to redefine it when I started my business because I don't have kids like all of you have so this was my first baby and I was just like holy shit is this a remnant of what they felt to be responsible for something else, right? It's not a human child, but it all falls on my shoulder. If we make money or not, it's up to me. And I'm up two o'clock in the morning feeding it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just like you would feed a child. And for me, that's when it was just like, holy shit, was I a good friend to them when they were pregnant? Was I a good friend to them when they had a baby? Did I be like, okay, bitch, you a mom, I'm going to the club, bye. I mean, did I take them with me? Did I do anything? And it just really made me start to think about support now that I had something that I wanted support in. Does that make sense? My level yes. of support is different from Jania's level of support. Of course. Of course. Yeah. But I think we get into trouble with friends when we, when we think we always understand their needs. Because I can't understand all of your needs. I'm not a parent at any age. I can't really understand everything. So there are some things that are going to have to be articulated. I'm not a mind reader. Right. I'm just not. I'm not. Listen, it it also comes a time where you can't be mad if your friends are not supporting you, if you're not telling them what you need support in. I'm not a mind reader. So if I'm constantly asking you and you're saying you're okay, well, then, bitch, you're fine then. I don't need to ask you no more. But then you can't turn around and get mad at me for not supporting you. I, I don't agree. Know what you I need. don't know what you need. And that's an issue. I think I feel I know in friendships because it's supposed to be just like go make friends. They assume it's automatic. You should just support your friend. But how? Right. How do you need support? And we also since we're talking about support, let's segue. Sometimes what you need, I can't give you support. Why? I'm not your man. That part. I'm not your husband. I'm not your baby father. I'm not your man. I'm not your therapist. I'm not your assistant. I'm not your street team. I'm not your executive. Nothing. I'm not your partner. I'm nothing. I'm your friend. Now, friend, yes. Should friends have some level of support? Yes. But let me tell you the, the debates I've had online because I'm like, no, your friends are not your assistants. They should not automatically be buying your products. Your friends are not your customer. If your friends happen to be your customer, it's a blessing. Right. I have that in you guys, and I love it. If you didn't show up to an event, if you didn't buy a T-shirt or a hoodie, look at Lisa. She's like, I got my hoodie on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you did not, how does my friend support me in other ways? Is right. she automatically a bad friend? Is he automatically a bad friend because he didn't buy my book? What if they think your book is trash? What if they're not a reader? What if they're not into books? What if they're not into brunches and events? Sometimes it's trash, like Lisa said. 
What if your friend is not a fan of your blank? They're a fan of you. They love you. But is it okay to say a friend is not supportive because the friend didn't take a select journey with you? Does support have to go in every aspect of your life? No. So let me give this example that I give to other people. If I'm bald and you're a barber, I can't support you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm your bald friend who don't support you. Well, since you can't cut my hair, so how am I going to fucking support you? Yeah. Like, what it is. Just because you start a business or go into a venture, shit, have a baby. Doesn't mean that we all going to jump on this ride with you. I'm going right. to support you the way that I can. Now, if I'm the type of friend where I think that your shit is subpar, I'm going to tell you that. And I'm not, I'm, that's my support. I'm giving, I don't like it. Keeping it real is support. Yeah. I don't I don't agree what you're doing or I don't like the product. That's my opinion. You can take that as support. Some I people, agree. There are friend groups who no one has ever started a business. And then one person does and that person expects everyone to know how to act in that situation. If we've never had this, how are we supposed to act? I completely agree. And that's why I said I really was like, oh, this is friendship about maybe a little bit more than five years ago. But yeah, around the like last decade, five to 10 years, I was like, oh, this is friendship. This is not like we got shit to do. Adulting Mm -hmm. is here. Like this is real. And there are many people, Hype, you hit it on the nail on the head. If I'm the only one in our circle who's done this, they've never known how to be a support system to an entrepreneur. How can I expect that without us actually discussing it? Like, hey, guys, this is what I need. Now, you guys know if I need you, I'm like, I need some seats filled. Can you guys come? I would like you to come to this. I'll tell you. Now, if you just happen to want to come and buy a ticket, great. That's another thing. Support financially. Oh, my goodness. This is layered. So (laughs) as an entrepreneur with friends, I don't expect your wallets to open. However, you all have been extremely gracious. And I'm if I'm like, no, I'll just send you a ticket or you can come. You'd be like, no, like I'm about to and see if my friend or my daughter want to come. And if they don't just keep the money and gift it to somebody. Now, there are times uh, you'll let me. I'm like, I'm gonna send you a free T-shirt or you'll get this discount or you could get this. And you'll be like, OK, no problem. But for the most part, you guys are like, don't treat me right. any differently then you would treat the public. That's, I think, because of the history and the type of women we are, the evolved women we are, but that does not happen. There's a lot of friends who want freebies for everything. What do you say about that? No one did that to me when I started doing hair. I was fresh out of school and you niggas was just paying for your hair. You understand? You didn't have to be my my clients because I had others outside, but it was great that my friends were. But I don't think I've ever started anything that you guys didn't financially help me with. Like I'm blessed in that aspect to have that one time that I was just like, guess what I'm doing now? And everybody doesn't have it like that. No, they don't. And I see so much discord about it. We happen to be the type of person, I'll speak for myself. I'm the type of person, if you sell an ass, I, even though I don't want your ass, I'm going to buy the ass so I can give it to somebody. Ass. You know, you buy ass. Like, oh, you spread, you selling your WAP? Cool, cool. how much? <laughs> and then let me see if you want to get the WAP. That's the type of person I am. If you said like, Nia, when you were like, I want to be a doula, I'm like, great, how can we support Lisa, I want to have a baby shower here. Great. So I'm going to roll up on a manager. We're going to do this here. That is rare. But I also understand because of lack of communication, people lose sight of I haven't been in this territory before. I don't know how to transfer what the kind of support was for us partying and us doing that into motherhood and entrepreneurship or bridesmaids or school or a master's degree. I don't know. Should we be throwing her a baby shower for her master's degree? I say yes. 
because I, like I, it. I feel like women are only celebrated amongst girls when it's a tied to a man or a baby. Always. Like if you do something monumental that you didn't do before, I want to celebrate it. I don't want to only be tied to a baby and a man. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense in friendship? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I hope y'all learning something. I hope you're looking at your friend sideways like, girl, we need to talk about support because we want this to be a prompt conversation for you and your friends. Now we talked about support. Let's go with forgiveness. How important is forgiveness in your friendship? And what does forgiveness look like? Look at Nia's finger up. <laughs> it all depends. It all depends because I'm a person who I feel like I'm loyal and I expect loyalty back. And I have fallen out with friends and it's been, and I thought about this today, like just rambling my head with friendship things. And I think what really ticked me off about that friendship ending, y'all know with Big Bird, you went off the strength of a lie of someone else. Yes. That I don't, yeah. that I don't like. Yeah. Because my thing is this, if, if I don't, if we're, if, if I, if it's something that's harboring enough for me to say, you know what? I don't think I want to be this person's friend anymore. I don't think I want them in my life. Oh, you best believe I'm going to tell you why. It's never going to be just a ghost and be like, well, I can't tell you. Well, then you wasn't my friend. You wasn't the friend I thought you was. <laughs> I think forgiveness is all about depending on the situation of what's at hand. Everything, yeah. everything is not forgivable. I can forgive you, but it doesn't mean I have to ever talk to you again. Well, yeah, right. because people have a misconception that forgiveness means access. No. And it doesn't. Forgiveness just means that what you did, I release you from and I won't allow it to control my narrative. I won't make you a villain. I will give you the mercy. I won't punish you for what I believe you need to be punished for. And I'm just going to move on. That doesn't mean you're going back to brunch. But you will not have access to me because I feel like I'm a I feel like I'm a good, decent friend. And no, you don't deserve access to that after you you just don't. Forgiveness is. I think I forgive easily, not easily, but I think I forgive. But again, my forgiveness doesn't doesn't necessarily mean access. Okay, so what about forgiveness and friendship? That does mean access. That does mean like, okay, we had a falling out because there are some things that are so minuscule that become huge. Mm -hmm. How do you forgive friendship hurt? There are some people who are devastated over a friendship breakup more than with a man or woman. Mm -hmm. I don't for me, I don't hold a grudge. I have to be able to talk about what the issue is. Personally, for me, once I get off my chest what was said, I'm like, whew, I was just mad because I was holding that in. I had to tell you to your face, we good. Great point. Now, we might not be as good as we were because now we have to work on rebuilding that friendship. But I'm not holding grudges. I feel like I just don't. It really depends on the situation. It has to be like. It ha- it's a situation. It has to be dire. Yeah. It has to be dire. I don't hold a grudge because I feel like it takes more energy to hold a grudge. I agree. To Toxic. Yeah. Just release what needs to be said and either repair what we're going to repair or we're going to move on. You said something key. Not only did you say repair, rebuild, you said it in another way. I think people really don't understand that the courting phase and the rebuilding phase, if you decide to forgive a friend and move on and try to get it back, is not automatic. You have to activate that phase because what happened is there's a loss of trust, right? We had a falling out. Some things were said, some actions were made, some unfollows happened. Some shit came back to me via telephone that I'm like, oh, she went there. You know, she said that really. So there's a lot of misunderstandings when fallouts happen. So I think it's important for people listening and watching to understand if you have a fallout with a friend, 
And this is a friend that you're able to forgive and let back in and give that access. You have to understand that your vulnerability was compromised and trust is all about vulnerability. So you have to reconstruct that vulnerability to rebuild that trust. What everybody, what does everybody else have to say on the call about forgiveness and friendship? It really depends on what happened and when it happened, because sometimes you could do something to me when I was in a, whether it was a good space or a bad space, and it'll affect me differently. So, you know, maybe you, nothing crazy, like I'm trying to think of an example of something, but maybe you did something that on, you know, Monday, had we spoke, that would have been like, you're dead to me. I never want to see you again, whatever. On Wednesday, maybe I was in just a, a better, healthier space and I wasn't carrying any baggage with that falling out as well. Because sometimes we have these falling outs and you don't realize there's all these other things attached to it. So, you know, on Wednesday, I said, you know what, that wasn't so bad. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. Let's, re you know, rebuild and, and get back to a better space. Maybe it's not the same space, but, you know, we'll we'll get there. So it really depends on timing, the crime that was committed. Not the crime. Sometimes. It's the crime. Because if it's nothing big, then <laughs> we're too we're too grown for it to be something stupid and trivial. Yeah. Did yeah. you have an attitude because you had cramps on Monday? Am I really going to take that so personal that I, I we're, this friendship of 20 years is over? That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too no. grown for that. You're right. You said something, though, I want to touch on before we go to hype. You said, you know, if we're going to get back to where we were, I think people have to be OK with forgiveness and access might mean we're never going to be Different back space. to the way oh, we absolutely. were. Right. You might not be back in BFF ter territory. Right. You might be in friend, just friend territory. Yeah. Or you might be like in high associate territory, yeah. like right before friend. And that's OK. Definitely. That's okay. I think a lot of people will drop the friendship because it's like, oh, it's not the same. Well, maybe it's not supposed to be because the same is the reason why right. you fell out in the first place. Huh? Yeah. I've gone back to friendships that were what we thought were ended. And now it's, you're not in back in the same space, but you're in a good space. You're still happy to be amongst each other, whether it's phone, text, or in person, and you enjoy each other's company. Are we having sleepovers? No. Are we, you know, doing the same things that we did? No, our lives have changed. Our priorities, the criteria for what makes me happy has changed, but we're still, we're still good. It doesn't have to go back to the same exact spot and, Absolutely. and be bad. You know, it right. can still be a good thing. Yes, I agree. You so. don't have to be who you were to me to still be in my life. What say you hype? Well, okay. With you guys, um, we haven't had, in my opinion, this four group here, we haven't had anything to the point where it was like, fuck them bitches. Like, for me, it's just like, oh my gosh, you got on my nerves, but I choose you guys over the annoyance of the argument. For right. me, that's how I look at forgiveness with us because we can get on each other's last nerves. Of course, we're assholes. Mm, we're assholes, all of us. And then it's for me, it's just like, all right, she really pissed me off last night, but guess what? Tomorrow, she's still my bitch. I had had a friendship to where I have forgiven this heifer over and over again. And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this bitch. You see me and Nia, we we like having visceral reactions because we know because she knows y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. And it's it was it was like a 20-year situation to where I was just like, I forgive her. I forgive her. And we kept saying why. And thank you, Lisa. We was like, well, we both care. We oh, had to know. It's just like, oh, why? <laughs> like, it's kind of, we don't watch about it. We talk yeah, about we it. No, we, no. 
thing. Yeah, say that again. We literally planned a brunch he about this. A brunch about this. And at the end of the brunch, the only thing we came up with is like, let's get gay married so we can get free Metro North riding. We went nowhere with this. But we were also no. drunk on mimosas. We were very drunk on so, mimosas. Yeah. But very yeah. drunk. Well, I feel that to say, it's just like, I am very loyal. And there, I do have a high level of forgiveness for my friendships that I think in other aspects, I think it was misused and, and, and disrespected. Yeah. But my forgiveness level ain't what it used to be when it comes outside of my friendships. Yes, like, because I believe that that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Never, not, not everyone should have the same level of access to you. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And, oh, Lord, thinking about some friends and some situations that you mentioned. Big Bird, we know who you talking about, Hype. And Lisa, you know how I feel about those people. I, you yeah. know, and y'all be, and there's a friend that I have that act like she meet Melissa every time she see her. So I understand <laughs> that, you know. <laughs> Nice to meet you, too. <laughs> What's your name again? Uh, hey, you, Stephanie. Uh, nice to meet you at every event she has. And and that's a segue to the friends of friends. Is the friend of your friend automatically an enemy, a friend? And is the enemy of your friend automatically your enemy? Find enemy and define what that happened uh, Yes. It's situational <laughs> to me. It is situational for me. Is Who is she? Who is she or he? What does she or he do? What is the level of violation? If they fucked your husband, I'm not going to forgive her. <laughs> Come on, Sofu. If they fucked my husband. husband. Fuck you, bitch. Like, that's me. If that happened. Yeah. I, you know what it, I, friends and friends should not be together. You know I don't like this shit. All right, so let's go there. Let's do that first. We'll do the enemy second. So friends mm-hmm. of friends. We learned that the hard way. I'm we tried. Like, we tried. The big situation I think it was a valiant effort. Valiant. It was a valiant effort, and we realized that that's not how it, how you go about it. You got to do those things in piecemeal. I have a friend that you guys love. I was just she's not about always to say a, her. Yes, I love not her. always around, but when she comes around, I know she's a good person. She's another one of my really good friends in my tight circle. But I had to learn the hard way that you can't just say, all right, come on, guys, let's all join together and have fun. Because you have fun with this group and this group does not mean those two groups are going to mesh. No. Why did we do that? No, you mean you. Don't say we. Why did you do that? But I got your permission. I got your permission. You did because you know what? At that time, you, you, Jania said you ain't get hers. You know what? You did get my permission. I will okay, you know mine. I, I, will complete, I will completely cop to that. And I will also cop to... That I wasn't completely honest with you, obviously. Right? I wasn't completely right. honest with my discomfort, with my annoyance. You should have just said no. I should <laughs> I was not the I said no queen that I am now, right? We're talking about over a decade Gross. ago. I was like, and poof, here she is. Respect my boundaries. My boundaries weren't respected because I didn't make my boundaries clear to you. Yeah. So you didn't know that you were crossing a boundary because I was telling Janine and I was telling Sneak, but I wasn't telling you. Right. And I didn't know. And I literally was like from a good place because, you know, you're taking two, you know, like I said, longstanding relationships. And in those at the time, you think that both of those groups are great. Right. And I'm not bashing a group versus the other. I am. But but (laughs) you're like, okay, let's do it. And then I think the list was, you know. What the you know, the final group versus the original list of who was on and who was coming and all this stuff. It was longer. Yeah. And it was like, okay, let's try to get this one. Th- like you just, cause we had, it was just we had, too su- much. We had such a good time. Why but that's we- cause it was only the four people here. 
Yeah, but we have we messed up by saying add ten more. No, I never said that. I I said I revelations get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) But if we if we planned that today, we that wouldn't happen again because Uh, we've all grown several trips since then, and it has never happened. We've all grown and we've all like understood like you know the power of speaking your truth and the power of saying you know it's okay for you not to want this and that and like. We weren't there before. We would, no. and it's it's not that we were ever yes men to each other, but we there there we did tiptoe a little bit, and we mm-hmm. weren't sure of ourselves or our friendships. Will they last if I say no to this right. person? Will, will right. she still be my friend? Yes. And, you know, you went through all of these things, and you made some mistakes. No, you're completely right. Some mistakes <laughs> were made, but lessons were learned. Big lessons were learned. Mistakes <sighs> were made, but. I I had to sit back and be like, why do we think, not we, everybody, but the world, why do we think that because we have one thing in common, you, right? The friend, Jania, Hype, Lisa, you're the thing we have in common. You think we're automatically going to get along because we have this one thing in common. She has different things about her that attract different people, right? That doesn't mean that we all are going to mesh and get along just because we like the same or love the same person. So I agree with you also because all of you, at least have at least one person I can tolerate, like at least one person that I'm like, I love her. Like I'm thinking, I know who you're talking about, Lisa. I can think of like three people near that you have, maybe one for you too, hype that I'm just like, oh, every time he or she comes around, I'm like, she's cool. Right. I maybe got one for you, hype. Maybe, right? I think. (laughs) She's like, I don't know. I got to think. I think there's one. I think there's one. I'm sober. So I might be right. I feel like we're playing spades. One in a possible. One in a possible. Lisa said we play one in a po- I got a book. I got a book. I when when I did actually attempt to bring that person around you guys and we were out at a club, she started to almost fight someone else's sister. Yeah. So at one moment, that's all a bitch needed. Everyone outside of this circle is banned from this. Yeah, you shut you shut that down for the whole world. It was like one person tainted it for hype. She fucked it up for everybody because all I thought about was, damn, I really like this girl. Like she's she, I, I chill, I've known her since I was longer than I've known this stupid bitch. Like it right. was, what are you doing? That's right. not why we here. And that one, that anxiety-driven moment in a packed club was enough to me to be like, oh no, unless I'm getting, <laughs> I'm dead, or as a baby shower, there ain't no reason all you bitches gonna get together at the same time. Right. Absolutely not. I'm not doing that again. I I was so scared in that moment because it was so much going on with her bullshit and we're in a crowded club. Last thing I need to be is in the tombs tonight. Right. No, it was unnecessary. I'm not putting myself in that situation again. I'm never going to put y'all in that situation again. No, I agree. And I respect that. So let me ask this. You don't have, a, I agree with you. So you, no friends coming in ever again. She tainted it. She shut it down. Understood. How come you don't have a problem being friends of other people's friends the other way around? I'm, not, I'm, I'm actually a lovely person. <laughs> Um, people tend to like me. Yeah. I, you know what it is? Um, I didn't feel like I was protecting y'all in that moment. Like your friendship means so much. You're, you're my sisters, right? So let's say, let's just take it. If somebody was to do that to you, Steph, hands immediately, right? So I felt in that moment, like my need to make my world collide, put my friends and me in danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's unnecessary because I could still be her friend and hang out over there. And I can still be your friends. There's no reason for us to get together to do that. And the problem with men and women is like, again, they tell you go play. 
they don't go say, find someone who has your liked um, interests. Find mm-hmm. someone who your current friend actually can fuck with. Nobody tells you that. They just say, go play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can't travel with everybody. No, I don't yeah. want you to. Oh, no, because I want to walk around with my titties out and you might have to say something. I don't want you here. Yeah. I don't I want to protect what I have and preserve it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want mm-hmm. an outside force to come fuck it up. I could fuck this up all by myself. <laughs> I agree. I hate listen, that's a word. I could fuck this up all by myself. No, I agree. And I also think it's important for adult friends to also have other adult friends. So Sorry. I'm allowed yeah. to be outside. And I remember me and you, Nika, was having an issue with someone to not be named. And I'm like, but why do you want to be her friend? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why do you want to be her friend? Like, let me have this. You don't need it. Yeah. You don't yeah. need it. Mind you, the person that I said it to, the one we're referring to, she's like, but I don't know you to block chemistry. Like if people really, I said, no, no, no. If, listen, if it was meant by God for y'all to be like besties, that's not my place. Right. That's not my place. But I felt like because we're sisters and our friends mesh, it was just another automatic mesh. And I was like, uh-uh, this is a problem for me. And it, it caused yeah, a little... like, okay, so I can't see you no more. Like, it's just, I have no problem hurting people's feelings for y'all. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I don't recall it that way at first. Me and you had a riff about it at first. Right, no, when I spoke to that person. Yes, just, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, but I, I, I think it's important for people to have the, some of the raw dialogue behind it. Sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes nope. it's not as easy as, oh, my friend doesn't want this. I'm going to connect uh, disconnect this. Some people are like, but why? And you had the right to be like, but why? And I'm like, but this is something I need for me. I don't right. need her to be your friend as well. And I don't really think it's going to bother you. And I remember telling you, I remember telling Jania, like, she's really not going to care if they're not friends in real life. So what right. are we arguing about? And Jania was honest. Like, I just think you guys are just used to meshing Mm-hmm. The friendship, and she doesn't know, like, why is this an issue? Because we're grown now, and I need something different. And Janelle was like, she'll yeah. come around. And, of course, yeah, she came around, fine. and it was what it was. And it ended up being right. Like, it didn't... I knew the person wasn't worth what the issue was. Right. You know what I mean? I protect y'all guys so much. I've had so many conversations like, but why can't I go? You love them more than you love me. This, that, and the third. Um, yeah. Duh. <laughs> Yeah, because I know for a fact that my boss season won't get locked up. What are their morning. names? Janelle wants what list. She said, what are their names so she can call them tonight? Get oh, them no, no, I sent chain letters now. I sent chain letters. No more calls. <laughs> She's adding you to her government list. Like, why can't I go with y'all on your girls' trip? I was like, because you can't. Because you can't. Because our girls' trip are, sac- are sacred. They, they are holy ground. You don't know how to act outside the house. And it forces uncomfortable conversations for me and my other friendships to be like, why are you protecting them so much? Mm. And, and I, I've, it's like uncomfortable conversations. No, you can't come around her because your attitude is terrible. Like those conversations were forced Ooh. because I protect this so much. Right. And I'm having to not even, because I'm not going to sit here and, and, and um, what's that? Uh, uh, uh. Oh my God, I need to be friends with them. No, I'm not doing that. I'm telling you why you can't come around my babies. My my loves. Yeah. And I love what you said. Like, I'm not putting my loves in a a dangerous situation, not even danger, a comfortable situation. Because you also know who you also know who we are. Yeah. And you know we're gonna be like, this bitch wanna get slapped or not. Like, what's (laughs) happening here? (laughs) We all be in the tombs. With, with our club clothes on, smelling like the back of the club in the fucking locker. Yeah. I don't need that. No, I'm yeah, not built for that. I'm not built for that. <laughs> You're not. The tooth is a horrible place for me. Let's segue to enemies. So we already said friends are friends. Is it universal for enemies too? Or no, it's situational, like Nia said initially. Situational. Depends on what they did. 
depends on it also depends on how it depends on y'all too you you might have overreacted you you might have been a little out of pocket yeah (laughs) maybe whatever happened between y'all it might be stupid i like we we sleeping with men obviously that's that's a no uh you know we killing family members you know we doing anything crazy we breaking girl code it's a problem right but if it was sometimes it's something you know stupid to me I w- I will definitely respect your position on it, mm-hmm. but I can also tell you I think you overreacted in that. Yeah, or you know something. Yeah, or, it's situational. You know, yeah, yeah, I agree. Universally, it's situational. My knee jerk, my control or delete default setting is to be like, who won it and why? Like, <laughs> like what happened? Like, no, tell me about. The, let me drag this whole. Let me hear this story, and I hear right. it, of course. And yes, I agree. After hearing the story and knowing who's telling the story. Mm-hmm. All of us have different temperaments. All of us have different triggers. All of us have different fuses. Some of us go zero to a hundred, depending on the situation. Some of us go zero to 25. So you're right. It's situational. Now for you two, Lisa and Nia, you're in a friend group with two sisters, obviously me. <laughs> and we just mm-hmm. touched on being sisters and having friend conversations about like separating and not needing it to be a sister friend situation. How is it for you guys to be friends with sisters? And Jania, if you want to share a little bit about the time I reached out to you and said, hey, I'm not sure if you know, you don't, if you feel like you automatically have to include Tanit in every invitation you include me in, I need you to know that I don't need that. Like, right. I want to make sure you and I still have our individual relationship because though you and Tanique built your own relationship, we were friends first. This is 28 years of friendship and you guys developed it maybe like a decade or so later after just passing each other in high and by. What do you say? It's just, you know, I think for me, it was like, it was just second nature because you were always together. And then I was with you guys. Yeah. So it was always even me and you or me, you and Tanique. Mm-hmm. So as we started to become adults and then needed different needs from each other, it didn't even dawn on me like, oh yeah, but you're my, you were best my friend. Like, best friend. Yes. But I just did it out of like, oh, I'm going to ask Steph if she wants to go to brunch. It was automatic. Like I'm going to, re- I'm going to reach out to Tanique too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until you came to me. And then that's when I realized I was doing it. I wasn't even right. realizing it was, I was yeah. doing it. It was just second nature to just be like, well, how would that look if me and Steph is there and I didn't ask Sneak if she wanted to go or if it's me and Sneak and I didn't ask Steph? Yeah, but she had one time to tell me and I was like, so I'll never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but it wasn't something like, oh my God, how is, oh my God, Sneak's going to be so upset. It was some of that, but it was just, just the second nature of these two people always being together. And yeah. I kind of joined just piggybacked off of that yes you're right you're right spoke your needs and said hey sometimes I just need my best friend and no one else I was like say less um I will never (laughs) (laughs) but again it's just it's just second nature like yeah we were always together. We were, were Irish twins. We were raised uh, together. And before, before a while, again, Tanique wasn't our first 10 years. She wasn't around like that. Right. Right. But then when we started like in our twenties and clubbing like that, and I'm like, Tanique, come with us. She's my sister. Of course. She's my friend. We just all were together. Like for like a good, like seven years straight every weekend. We were always <laughs> No, seriously. Every yeah. weekend. Yeah, every week. And we're talking about Friday at Eugene, Saturday at Babaloos, and then Sunday at brunch. So our weekends were dedicated to each other for like a five to seven year stretch. And in that, again, me not being a mom, in that, 
you, you guys formed your mom crew and your mom relatability stuff. And then you guys started hanging with yourself, which was never, ever a problem with me. I just felt like, when do I get my friends alone? Because as Sonique said, she doesn't bring people in, but she, she'll be fine with going with other people's friends, mm-hmm. right? She do, she do that shit. Like you can't be with my friends, but I'll be with your friends. And I was just like, well, if she can do if she can do that, why is it an issue if that's on my end? Mind you, it wasn't an issue. You just, we didn't know because we didn't speak about it. Right. It wasn't an issue. It wasn't like she has an attitude. It was just like, well, I don't know, will she? And I was like, I'm not going to worry about her. I'll talk to my sister separately. But I, let me talk to my friend about friendship and what I need from us now as a friend. Melissa, what about you? How is it being friends with sisters? I think it was different for me because I met you, even though I met you at work, we started hanging out. It was all of us. So for a very long time, I didn't know how to operate with you guys separately, except for Stephanie. Right. Um, because we, you know, we're one floor away from each other. We're stopping at each other's desks, you know, quick lunch, you know, that was, that, that part was easy. But then I think I, I was nervous. It was like a first date, you know, the, the times that we hung out just, just us. And I was like, wait, you just, you want to just go to lunch with me? Like just nobody, nobody else? Like, what? oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that works. But I, I yeah. definitely had to think about it. I was like, what, what's going on? Is it, I'm nervous. I don't know what to say. I'm like, you know, twiddling my finger. Like it, it was a, an adjustment Yeah, and there's, and it was fine. Yeah. I love it. I'll, <laughs> you know, we do it when we can, but it definitely, it, I had to work on that to yeah. not have all of you for me as a, as a package, because you guys already had, you know, several years of friendship under your belts. You know, I'm coming in and, you know, it's crazy when I think 17 years now, like, Whew. I still feel like the newbie in the crew. Like <laughs> that's because me and Sonique don't been together for 40 years, me and Sonique 28 and you like my little 17 don't matter. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it does, you matter. know, no, I know, but it's still like, I, it's, it sounds weird to like, you know, I'm the new kid on the block, but like, it took a while to say, oh, wait, no, we can have separate. That's cool. That's okay. Yeah. We can do this separately. We can go out to lunch. We can meet up. We can. A couple of years before I even got your phone number, Lisa. Like, like. And, right. And it's, and it wasn't intended. It's just Ste- Stephanie was the, the, the nucleus. We all just went to her and she was, she just did everything. Yeah. Put that pressure on you for sure. <laughs> I took, I, I, it was self-imposed. I can't blame y'all. It was self-imposed. You know, I had a control issue. I've been in therapy for a while. It, was, it wasn't just you guys. Uh, hi, what do you say about being a sister to me and, uh, what do you call it? A surrogate sister to them. Cause it's past <laughs> friendship at this point, 17 and uh, roughly 20 years with you and Jania. Like, how does it feel for you? Um, I really didn't think about it at first. Cause like Jania said, we were together all the time when we were younger. And then when we went to separate high schools, that's when y'all, you know, like you said, you, Tanique wasn't around for like 10 years. And then after I had little John, it was just like, come to the club with us. It just happened. Like, it, yeah. it's not something that we actually made a point to do. You know what I mean? So bir- birthday shop, birthday, birthdays, baby shower, stuff like that. Everybody was always around. So for me, it was just like a comfort. Like, it just happened. Yeah. Like, it's something we just did. I really never thought about it until you brought it up as a grown up. Like, oh, but they my friends. Yeah. I, I sure did. I was like, they my fucking friends. <laughs> you like, I got my own motherfucking friends. And I was like, well, go to them then and leave mine's alone. Right. And then your friends were calling me like, you coming out on the weekend? Like, yeah. so, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I knew we needed just space because we were already dealing with that. Our sisters, 
just in like in church and other places. And even to this day, somebody be like, where's your sister? I'm like, in her glass skin, what the fuck? Right, but we was raised codependent. We were right. raised as right. like, y'all all y'all got. We were raised codependent to a fault. Right. And the, and the fact that Jania also has a sister who is, who can roll with us. She's our age. She, she definitely has. Yes. It wasn't ingrained into our situation. Well, she's also younger. We're all the same age. I right. think right. she's I'm a, a few years younger than yeah, us. Like five but even five, after she five. became an adult, like it wasn't a thing for Jania to be like, come on, Tace, you're part of this crew now. Like right. you know, it was once in a while. Right. Right. And now that we have another sister who's grown, like my mom would be like, why didn't she in your crew? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> I don't know how to put her in here. I don't know yeah. how I got here. Like yeah. that's another generation. Yeah, that's that's more than five years. She's a whole nother generation, right? Yeah. Whole nother generation. So it looks different to people that be like, but y'all got other siblings. Why they not in the crew? Right. It happened. But it was very important for me to have friendships separate from you guys. So I have like my church crew and then I have my work crew and stuff like that because you do you right. You did need to be with your friends without me. Yeah, because I was the only one who had a sister and not that it's an issue to have a sister around your friends, but I need friendship outside of my family. Absolutely. You know, and when I started working on my codependency issues like 10 years ago, I was just like, I need to have stability on my own two feet. Even if they know each other, that's fine. Even if you guys go out by yourselves, I see you guys out and I'm like, oh, good for them. What they wearing? What they eating? Where they at? Oh, they getting the suntan. I love it. But I just wanted it to make, I wanted to make sure that, yes, we can still do group things. Mm -hmm. But like I said, they my friends and they're going to stay my friends. And if y'all be friends, that's cool. But don't forget that they my friends. And we my friends. She made sure to tell me that. She sure did. 30-something years old, too. We were grown-ass women when she said that shit to me. It wasn't like we was kids. Yeah. Like 33 years old. It was like 33 years old. Like, excuse me, leave my friends alone. It was like, what? They my friends, too. I was like, well, how much you call them, no? What you do for them, no? And, and, and it actually put made me have to if I'm going to be a part of this friend group, I need to be a better friend. Right. Like, the sister that comes along all the time for the good time. Like I need to actually show up in these friendships because if I'm fighting with my sister to be friends with women who are, we are not related to. I need to be better. Yes. Yes. I think yeah. us arguing about it really helped us. I mean, yeah. and things happen. You're not always going to have conversations with your friends or family that yeah. don't have tension behind it. You know, and this conversation had tension behind it, not because of you gals as friends. It was really about trying to understand the separation of codependency. It was really trying to be like, well, what do you know, whatever. I can't define what Tanique felt about it, but I know for me, it was hard to even have the conversation with you because I'm just like, I don't want her to think I don't want her around, but I don't want her around all the time. And that's exactly how it felt because that's exactly what it is. And right. Regardless of how it, I accepted it, you, it needed to be it said. To be like said. you said, the chain of events after that mm-hmm. was something of a blessing. Yes, yes, yes. But I love what you said about if I'm going to fight about this, if I'm going to put up, um, uh, uh, if I'm going to be confrontational about this, what am I really being confrontational for? And this is how I know you guys are really friends because the first person I was talking about... <laughs> She's not even a factor. So when that happened and it was such a big argument, I was like, this is stupid because I know for a fact she's not going. And I told us like, Nia, this girl's going to be off her radar. I'm telling you, what is she arguing with me for? And then I was just like, you know what? I know it because you really said like, all right, if I'm arguing with Stephanie about Nia, Lisa, Lonnie, Edie, if I'm talking about them and me and her are going at it, crying with my sister over this, 
is it really worth it? What kind of friend am I to them? She was evaluating herself in the moment. So when we had it later on about the other person I'm talking about, that's to me why I was a little confused about it. Cause I was like, I know for a fact that girl is not these girls. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I just, I regressed. I went back to being a kid. It happens. It happens. Yeah. I was being told what to do. It really had nothing to do with her. Right. Because at the end of the day, it had nothing to do with that real friendship. It was just like, who the fuck are you talking to? That's really how I Like, felt. who are you to tell me that I can't do something? And of course, like Lisa said, on a Wednesday when I've calmed down <laughs> <laughs> differently. And I'm just like, she right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm mad. Yeah, we, <laughs> we are, and but that goes back to forgiveness. Because just because you're my sister, if I'm mad at you and I don't feel you're worthy of forgiveness, I'm not giving it to you. Right. Right. But I knew for a fact it wasn't about what we were arguing about. And I knew I hit a wall with you because whatever it was about, it wasn't about that. And at a point I was just like, I'm going to let it go and let instead of constantly talking about it, I'm just going to move differently and see what happens. And it just naturally went the way it was supposed to go. So now when people go, oh, can I get your number? I'll be like, no, because <laughs> we'll be together. They'd be like, oh, yes, I feel like some people don't understand that I've seen people try to be friends, 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 just to be in the mix. Mm. That's that's my Mm. thing. If you're going to possibly shift this orbit, because we have a rhythm. If you're going to disrupt this rhythm, are you worth it? And I see people just like you said, oh, I'm going out with your friend. We going shopping. Excuse me. Jania is your best friend. What? No, 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 no. Oh, that's my best friend too. You about to get slapped. No, she not. I feel like people don't understand the discord that can come just because they want to be down and seen. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like the reality shows that Jania said she was watching. Oh, we have a new cast member. What do you mean she's your best friend? I've never seen her before. <laughs> I don't care if she was off screen. You never mentioned her before. In your that's life. Your best friend? That's your best friend. Even if she's not your best friend, like I had a client who was so hurt about a friendship breakup because she saw her friend, her friend friend on Instagram with an associate that they met, that she met through her at an event. And she was just like, first of all, huh? And nobody was going to tell me. She's like, am I owed a conversation? The friend said, no, I'm grown. I could be friend who I want. I don't owe you nothing. And I was like, okay. She's just like, but I know the personality of them two. And then they going to put me in it to take Mm -hmm. sides when all shit combusts. Because Mm -hmm. y'all only hanging together for that common enemy intimacy. Mm -hmm. Like y'all really dislike a lot of the same things, including yourselves. Mm -hmm. So y'all found that trauma bond. And she was like, when that trauma bond blow up. It's going to be like, well, that's your friend. So if she, if she invited to see a party, I'm not coming. And then you're going to make me choose. So when people be like, I want to be your friend's friend, I'll be like, girl, girl, <laughs> girl. Can I get your Instagram? No. <laughs> I don't like people, so. <laughs> I don't care. If it, listen, I don't know here. <laughs> my, there's so many people who follow y'all as they should because y'all are dope. Whether they met you at events, heard about you on a podcast, they see I post you guys, retweet, reshare, put you guys on my stories, they now follow you guys. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem when people think that they can label you as a friend just because they like the story that you put up. That's an issue for me because my friends are sacred to me. What we've built, what we've built, purposely built, you cannot come in 
and cause disruption. I will literally slit your throat. And as I love to say, say the, the throats of your young, don't play with me. And eat them. And, and eat them. <laughs> with a knife and fork. With a knife and fork. And I'm going to sprinkle some salt and pepper on your cubs. Tuck in my neck in one or two. It, get, get it to me. Get it in the cleave. Get it in the cleave. All right, guys, let's wrap this up. I just have a few more questions. When should you walk away from a friendship? There are many people right now who need to know, is this a friendship I should stay in or walk away? Anyone? I, when I felt like I didn't get reciprocity. Mm, elaborate. You know, loyalty over years, just dealing with the bullshit over and becoming a grown up and have, like you, you told me, you was like, why are you doing this? No, I did. This is not a friendship. This is one sided. This is da, 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 da. And I had to literally sit there and get a pad and a paper. Mm. And I made the line. You got Jania's pen and paper? Oh, yeah, I got Jania's <laughs> I wish we would have planned to pass it through the squares. Oh, next time. That would have been dope, Lisa. Guys, that's hard to do. I did it at work. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> Everybody's screen is different. You'd have to practice. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yes, I did come to you, Tanique, and I was like, what do you get out this friendship? Because I was tired of hearing about how this person was constantly disappointing you, constantly violating you, constantly disrespecting me at the end of the day. Yes, and, and knowing who you are, the grace and mercy this girl got. Knowing who Hype Williams is, she didn't. And I also, I, I sat down, I said, look at your other friendships, whether it be you guys or like my church crew or whatever. Are any of your other friendships this difficult? Mm. And that's when I had to really, and, and when she wanted to talk to me, she's like, I um, admit it, she's apologizing, also cursing and uh, yelling at me. And I'm just looking at her and I told her, I said, guess what? I don't need this anymore. I don't need this ship. This is not a friendship. Whatever fucking kind of relationship this is, I don't need it no more. Not the ship. These thing we're doing, I don't need anymore. And I'm grown enough and looked after enough to walk away from this friendship and be okay. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I told you also, I believe that it wasn't a friendship. You met very no. young as both damaged teens. And I said, you guys are the definition of common enemy intimacy, the definition, mm-hmm. AKA trauma bonding. You are the definition. You were two young girls trying to navigate, figure out your lives that were dealing with some stuff. And, and now bo- I'm a grown woman who wants to go out woman. and not have to worry about somebody acting an ass in a restaurant. And I'm a grown woman who, when my friend calls me, I don't, even if you dominate the conversation at the beginning, one minute you breathe and go, Hey, what's going on with you? I wasn't getting that. I at wasn't all. getting that. I was getting a lot of jealousy based like, thrown at y'all. I was getting, it, it was just, why did you to sleep with all of us? Stop. Of course you were. Look at us. You wanted to lick buttholes. So <laughs> here we are. And I have to, as a, at the time, what it was like 39? I wasn't even 40 yet. I was like 38 when I stopped, 39 when I stopped talking to her. And I was just like, what? I don't have, no. Time. It's not serving me. It First of all, it never did. So if it's not serving you, if it's not bringing any value toward your life, if you feel that every time you deal with this person, you feel depleted, yes. if, you know, every time I would speak to her, I just felt like I needed a nap or a blunt. Like, <laughs> it's, I just, it was not friendship. Like, I'm ha-ha and a kiki in with y'all. Y'all lift my spirits on Thursday with that call. I don't feel that way with you. I cannot be friends with you. So now I'm looking at friendships like, how is this serving me? Yeah. How is it serving them as well? But how is this serving me? Love it. Love your reply. And I'm so happy that you understand your worth in friendship. You didn't understand when it came to her, your worth in friendship. And yeah, uh, listen, Erica Badu said, write it down and it gets real. Because that list, my side was down to here and her shit was here. I was like, I'm a 
great friend. I don't deserve, I don't deserve to be in a relationship. This is a toxic relationship. If she was a dude, toxic. tell you to leave. But didn't mommy say that? Like yeah. if you look at your friendships and put it in the romantic context, that will tell you if it's something that you need to leave. If you wouldn't tolerate it from, from a man, or if you would tolerate it from a man knowing you shouldn't be tolerating it from a man, then you shouldn't be tolerating it from your friends. What do you say, Nia? What makes what makes a situation and friendship when it's time to walk away? I don't, I don't even know, know if I said it, that right. Again, it has a lot to do with loyalty for me. And the li- I don't like lying. If just Ooh. be upfront with me. I don't I don't like lying. I I don't like it because I feel like I'm approachable enough for you to sit and tell me the real and the truth. So if I constantly figure out that, you know, you're lying or you're saying this and I, I don't have time for it. I just don't. And then again, <clears throat> again, as I keep saying, I don't, I may have a lot of associates and I have a few other maybe friends here and there, but I, I, this is again, like you guys have said, this is sacred for me and I don't, I'm not looking for new friends. Yeah. Not one. But I also think you have some. I think it is important as an adult to understand different. Yeah. I have have great associates. I have great people that I can call right now and be like, girl, let's go for lunch. Let's go. And I'm okay with that. That's fine. Will they ever know the things you guys know? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Right. But I also, I haven't, I haven't had to walk away from a friendship yet. The friendship walked away from me. And in hindsight, it was like, I have to come to terms with maybe that wasn't my friend. And that's just that. So I haven't, I really haven't had to have that conversation with a friend and say, look, I ain't getting nothing out of this. I'm, I, this is not working for me. I haven't had that yet. Oh, lucky and you. I don't think, I don't think I am. And again, like I like to say, I don't care enough. <laughs> No, you gonna uh, care if it was me. You gonna no, care. No, I do. No, that's I'm saying with y'all, of yes, course. Yes. But I, there's just too many other things going on in the world for now that I have to now be worried about this friendship. And I, I don't have that kind of time. Either we're gonna discuss we, what we need to discuss and put everything on the table, or we're gonna just be done. And that's I it. I agree. I agree. And fortunate for you, lucky you, you haven't had a friendship breakup. They not, they don't have to be hard and which is something I want people to really get. If you believe in seasons and reasons that applies to friendship too, they don't have to be tumultuous breakups. They don't have to be publicly, you know, put on display. They don't have to end nasty. They can literally just stop. And that's okay. If you're the type of person who feels you need a closure, I'm not. I'm not the type of person who goes to the person for answers when those the reason we're not speaking is probably because you didn't have them in the first place. I'm not the type to run to people who hurt me for the for the healing. That's just not who I am. But if you're the type of person who needs that, Godspeed. <laughs> I, I believe in seasons and reasons. And just because you're a friend doesn't mean that that's not applicable to you. Lisa, what do you say? about when is it time to walk away? If someone's asking you right now on this podcast, what would you say? When, you know, toxic is a broad term and it's pretty much what everyone has touched on, but not only when that person is toxic, but when they bring that out of me. And I've had friendships where looking back, I was like, I was the worst version of me Hmm. in that friendship. And I don't, looking back, I wouldn't want to be friends with me. I wouldn't want to know that person. And even if it wasn't all the time, 
there were too many times or too many instances where I was like, I can't believe I acted that way or I did that or that I just thought that that was, it was okay to be that kind of person or to react that way to certain things. Mm-hmm. If I don't like how, who I am and, you know, I don't feel like I'm putting my you know best person out there, not, and, and not, it has to be authentic, right? So not, oh, this person makes me, you know, look good or, or, you know, seem like I'm a happy, fun going person. No, I mean, when I go out, would that be someone that I want my kid to be friends with or my friends to be friends with? And if it's, if it's not because that one person's, you know, whether it's, you know, making me gossip or this, and when I say making me, I mean, just, I'm in that situation and I thought that that was okay. That's not, I don't want that friendship. I don't need that. You know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a, a saint, you know, we're not all sitting here. Like, you know, we can be, you know, the next, you know, you know, you know, um, Gandhi? Yeah. But <laughs> I'm like trying to think of what was what was her but name? You're, but you're pretty close, Lisa, honestly. Like No, but Mother no, it's, yeah. It's Mother Teresa, thank you. I was better, like, better. Mother crazy. Teresa. No. Beyonce? Not, well, that too. <laughs> um, you know, we're not all sitting here trying to be Mother Teresa, but you we're still good people. You know, we're still overall. And when we're not, we can tell each other and, you know, fix it. It's not just like, yeah, like it's, you, you were young and you had that one friend that's like, you know, scratching cars or running around, throwing eggs at windows and stuff like that. Oh, like, Lord. you know what I'm just saying? Like th- that bad person, that bad yeah. seed, that bad influence. you fed off of it and you let them influence you or whatever. They brought the, the worst out of you. I don't want anyone bringing the worst out of me. I want friends that are going to be, try to be their best and also bring the best out of me. Love that. If the person's not bringing the best out of you. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm having a moment. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about some things. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn it, man. That friendship should have ended a long time ago. That yeah. one should have been. Yeah. Yeah. You sit back and be like, well, who the hell was I? What were we really doing that? I'm you know, get my list again. God damn it. Lisa. You're going to get a list again. <laughs> God damn it. Lisa. These friendships, these friendship conversations need to be had and they need to be had to me at several stages throughout the friendships. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's just a one time thing because we grow and evolve, you know, when quickly to talk about transitioning friendships when we were younger, as we said several times throughout this recording, we had no responsibilities. I was living in Jania house whenever the hell I wanted. We was clubbing, we was going out, we disappearing, we're doing this, we're hanging out, we're going to talk to men who are too old to be talking to us. We are going to party in Harlem and fucking walk past Mike Tyson with a fur coat on. Remember that, Nia? Great times with Mike. We had no jobs. We were teenagers. We had no children. We weren't wives. We had no bills. I mean, the jobs we did have, we were able to keep our money and go buy sneakers, Reeboks, and Jordash jeans. You know what I mean? So when you transition as friends, I think this conversation needs to happen. Just like in marriages, I feel like, you know, I said this time and time again, on my anniversary with Denny, I'm like, do you still want to be here? Every April, I ask him that, like, do you still want to be here? And one day he might say no, um, but I'll have to deal with that and cross that bridge. I think that's a, <laughs> look at Lisa's like, what? I think that's, <laughs> Sorry. I think Sorry. that's a fair question in friendship too. Like if we're never assessing where we are, is there anything I can do better as your friend? 
Those questions are hard to ask because you don't know what the answer is going to be. You don't know if what they say will be something you have the capacity to do. But I feel like these conversations with friendships need to be had. And I'm just so glad that I get to have them with all of you. Let's close out by going around the grid and telling each person what is something, a great quality about their friendship that you have. No? Make Wait, what? what was I'm not trying to make you cry. Okay, let me reword it. <laughs> Did I put this on a mug already? I, I don't care. Go get the fucking mug. Get my fucking mug. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to close this out. So everybody on the grid has to tell everybody on the grid something that makes them a good friend to you. Mm. I will start because everybody <laughs> seems stumped. So much. <laughs> <laughs> I will start. You guys know I love you all, all, like down to the white meat. That's not even, I don't even have to say it, but I do say it. Lisa, I'll start with you. I love your even keelness. Like it gives me, uh, you know, I'm going to cry. It gives me such, such comfort to know like you are going to be exactly who you're going to be. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> if that mm-hmm. makes sense. There is such a consistency with you. And that's not to put you on a pedestal and put pressure on you to not be in the mood on a Wednesday, like you said, or be in the mood on a a Monday. But even if you are, your recalibration skills, you need to teach a masterclass (laughs) for real. And that's something that I think a lot of women, especially black women who are the most disrespected, most violated, most overlooked beings on the planet, I feel like we need that so much and you give that to me. So thank you. Thank you. All right. I'm going to try not to cry again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nia, you want to talk about loyalty? Mm-mm-mm. You define it, period. You define loyalty for me. I have literally been 20 versions of myself since we met 28 years ago. <laughs> and you have been like so present for each version, whether you liked it, loved it, you said it. This boy is whack. You could do better. My mama said he trash. You too cute. You need to know your worth. You have just been such a loyal friend, not just to be, but like my family, you've been so loyal. And that is something that I cherish to the day I leave this planet. And I love you so much for that hype. You know, you, my sister. So, I mean, (laughs) you already know, like to the moon and back, you know what I mean? I just, I, this what's funny is the same things I love about you makes me want to choke you. And I find like that's I feel like that's real love. Like I love you so much. That's your gift and your curse. I love your honesty. I love your direct nature. I the reason I trust you is because I know you're not scared to tell me no. So I believe that when you tell me yes, it's it's accurate. Does that make sense? Yes. I can't I have trust issues and I can't trust people who don't tell me the truth. So because you tell me the truth is one of the reasons why I trust you when it comes to speaking to me, if that makes sense. <laughs> All right, somebody else go because I'm done. <laughs> I can't. Melissa, I, I love the fact that you're my barometer on things that are right. <laughs> no, for real. Because, like, you know, I'm a hot-ass motherfucking mess. And what happens <laughs> most of the time, and Lisa be like, no, mm-mm, not today, sis. Like she's, <laughs> and, and a lot of times it's not even her saying, it's her presence. Like she'll come just stand next to me and I feel different. And I think that's necessary a lot of times, especially because I'm such a big personality. A lot of times when I'm off and going, you know, it's very hard for somebody to pull me back. Lisa, just look at me. Oh, honey, you're a little too out today. <laughs> oh, honey. 
And I can't even be mad at her because she's the barometer on what is proper. So I have to listen to her. And I love that about our friendship. So thank you for that. Beautiful. Nia is my boo. Like you, my other sister, literally, you're the first one that I considered a sister from her, her friend group because you were the one that was around. Like the other ones are great, but, and, and we had a relationship more later on, but for me and you, it was just like, this is happening, bro. And you've always been in my corner, regardless. And I could tell you some really crazy shit. You'd be like, oh my God, I did that too. And I love that. <laughs> because I feel validated in a lot of moments where I feel like I'm by myself. I can literally say something to you and be like, oh yeah, I did that Tuesday. So I need, there's sometimes I need validation and sometimes I need to be checked. And I have that with you guys at the same level of intensity, by the way. So that's, that's necessary. It's not like one, the quiet one is less than the loud. It's no, the same level of intensity is the same way that you guys love me. And I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. You know, my kitty cat over here, uh, the other part of my being, like, I can't imagine my life without you. So I'm going to leave it there before I start crying. Okay. Okay. Start or continue. Oh, (laughs) I don't want to weep. God, this is like, oh. And Jania don't like to cry. Let me tell you about my Scorpio. no, you see her, she be holding it. It hold, like I, it takes it, but when it comes, it comes. Like, oh god, oh, god. you see that kitty? <laughs> yeah, she ain't gonna cry over a human, but a cat. Mm-mm. This, is a, this is a fact. Oh my god! Like I remember, like Lisa coming in, and I just was like, "Who is this, and why is she here?" I remember. Like God, and then it was just like Lisa's like the truth. Yes, she's the calm. Yeah, like. She has literally, like you, like Tanika says, she has literally, she's able to check us to where we look at ourselves and pull back and be like, all right, maybe I was getting crazy. I don't got to call everybody a cracker today. I could calm down a little bit. Like, <laughs> plenty of times she's like, well, you know, so you, maybe you, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. fine, you're right. It's fine. <laughs> and she says it in the softest way. Yes. And then it reminds me a lot of my mom because Lisa is that my mom, but my mom can give shade and my mom can give venom. But I know when she's doing it, it's from a place of that. It's it's not a malicious place. It really isn't. So that's why Lisa's quietness and calmness. I find comfort in it because it reminds me of my mom. And that we're going to leave that there before this goes totally left. Well, don't they share the same birthday? Yes. Same exact birthday. March they're, they're very Pisces. It's a, we're not, whatever. I'm not even going to go there. It's look, a lot. Look, the thug in her <laughs> said, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. Nope. And then to me, Lord have mercy. Like this is my, my partner in crime. My fun. Like when I'm feeling really like I'm not going to make it. I got seven bucks. <laughs> not the seven bucks. Yeah, seven oh, bucks. Seven I'd be like, she'd be like, I got food. I'd be like, I got seven dollars. Let's roll. <laughs> it's it's hard. I don't know. It's hard to talk like it's just like that sister thing. Like she said, I can, we can be at each other's throat. And I'd be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. And then be like, you wanna go to the pool? Like <laughs> we hanging out tomorrow. It's not. It, it's just been relationships that have been intertwined for so long that I, y'all all have like great qualities. I just don't know how to put into words. And I think that's why I go so above and beyond sometime when it's time for me to gift to y'all. 
And I know y'all will be like, well, this is your birthday and I'm gifting. No, 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 no. It means a lot to me for people to go out their way for me. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, not that I don't feel that I'm worth it, but I don't like to be a burden. And I don't, I feel like they've given me this gift. I have to give them a gift in return to let them know how appreciative I am of this moment that they're giving to me. Mm-hmm. And then this girl, boy, y'all gonna make me like rub my. She is so uncomfortable right now. Like, <laughs> She's so. We have been friends since we were 13 years old. Yes. And we go back as far as colorful Reebok, mm. no money, four hour phone calls, hating the same people. Um, it's just, it, it's insane to me. This is why I don't understand when people say they don't have friends. I'm like, what are you talking about? I got like five of them. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to ever know what that feel, feels like ever. I, I tell people, these are the people who are going to tell my eulogy. Like, these are the people who are going to plan my funeral. Like, I don't even want to, but these are, these are these people. Yeah. Like my husband knows I got cool stuff. I don't, I, I can't like, I don't even have like words to put into place like what Stephanie means to me like I just don't I don't have the words to put into place what none of y'all mean to me it's just a feeling Mm -hmm. it's a feeling y'all are my soulmates like and that's just what it is I'm a package with you guys whoever gets me gets y'all I ain't talking about friends no (laughs) she said no new friends no 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 no. I'm talking about husband love kids you get these people. It's uh, y'all probably get a card from me in the mail after this is done <laughs> because I'll be like, I should have said this. Five pieces of paper in it with these long notes in it. Well, her beautiful handwriting. Oh, no, yeah. I completely understand. And that speaks to knowing how your communication style is. Of course, I put you on the spot because it's a podcast. So you're supposed to talk, but you have a lovely communication style. Your communication style is written and yes. It's lovely. Not only do you have beautiful calligraphy handwriting, but you take your time to articulate when you write. So we do know that about you. So that's why I'm like, look at her. She's uncomfortable because this is not her communication style. But I have to be ready. I have to be like (laughs) page two. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, whether you you can whether you can articulate it here or not, we've you've articulated it plenty of times again in your way. And that's the beauty of friendship, allowing people to communicate in their way and understanding that their way is not to spite your way. It's just for them to convey it the way they need to convey it. Listen, my heart has a beat for each and every one of you. There is nothing that, like you said, with your husband, you already know how Denny know. I'll be like, I'm the girl. So, so you got to stay. Cause I got to take care of them. Like if you cool. Okay. Oh, oh you want to go? No, you got to stay home. Cause I know you love them too. So I completely be like, I, let them come. <laughs> and I'll be like, well, if your husband is coming, then mine can come. And they'd be like, never mind, fine. <laughs> yes. I'm fortunate that my husband and my girls, he's one of the girls to my girls. So I'm very yeah. fortunate in that area. And he loves you guys just as much as I do. But that tells the beauty of all of you. I'm able to transition through men as I've done the 28 versions of myself in this life. And every single one of them loved each and every one of you as they should and really had no choice but to. So 
We're going to wrap up this long two-hour session. I thank you all for joining me on I Said No. Guys, beautiful souls, if you didn't learn anything, if you didn't laugh, if you didn't tear up, it's your problem because I know I did and I had a great time and my friends are everything. I pray really seriously, all jokes aside, I pray that you have at least one Jania, one Melissa, and one Hype Williams. Love yourself always in, always. Thank you for listening to the I Said No podcast. Peace.